0: Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Out of Mana Podcast. I am the Real and I'm joined with my good friend at Joshua Cast. And uh, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, MySpace, AOL, where else, Josh?
1: MySpace, your space, all spaces.
0: All spaces. We, uh, feel free to subscribe, share, leave comments, what you like, what you don't like. We appreciate everything. And uh, first and foremost. If anybody's watching, you can see my very cool hat. We want to wish everybody Happy Mario Day, March 10th every year, especially leap year. We have Mario Day, and uh, that will be one of our topics. We'll be talking about Mario Day and all things Mario. And what else will we be talking about today, Josh?
1: So t- this episode is a lot of self-made topics. We're gonna to be talking about influential media, uh, you know, movies, anything that influences influences culture. Uh, we're gonna be talking about obviously Mario Day and most likely our history with. Italian Plumber. Uh, we are also going to be talking about The Last of Us. Um, as always. yes. There's some interesting <laughs> things that came out this week about uh, pay, so we're going to talk about that too. And uh, competitive fire, the light and dark side, what com- competition can do to people. Awesome.
0: So with all that said, that's the preview. And uh, as always, we like to talk about uh, personally, a little bit personally on our week. Um Well, this past week is really simple for me. I think Josh knows it very well. Um, In some capacity, a little bit boring. But for me, uh, having the time of my life, uh, I've been binging the hell out of Octopath Traveler 2. Uh, I believe I've already indulged in 60 hours plus. Um, I don't know how far exactly percentage-wise I'm done with the main story. Uh, I would probably say about 70 i don't know but uh of course i'm gonna um a platinum that thing uh just don't know how long it's gonna take me in totality but um um i'm just absolutely loving it um can't get that score out of my head either uh I, matter of fact it got so bad i went to go to squeenix website to try to buy this <laughs> <laughs> and uh and they're unfortunately already sold out so um nonetheless um yeah, that was pretty much my week, man. Like, uh, uh, Actually, one other big thing, because I did invite you as well. Past Sunday, I did have my wrestling pay-per-view that I um, uh, ordered and, you know, invited some friends over and enjoyed the hell out of that, too. Um, which was uh, being raved upon and saying that it's one of their better pay-per-views of all time. I tend to say that kind of often. But also, ultimately, it was actually really good. There was really one match that was kind of a sleeper, and it was thankfully only like 20 minutes. So, um, so yeah, that was really fun. Uh, I guess that's really the uh, the nuts and bolts of my week. So, how about you, Josh? How was your week? I know you've been, as one of our topics is getting a lot into competitive play again, getting your kind of juices flowing. So, uh, so how how's that going?
1: So, before I start off, I'm gonna ask you about your stuff as well. Um sure. For people that are watching, if you're wondering why certain episodes are not appearing on Spotify, I don't know either. Um, We're trying to get a hold of that. So, if you see some episodes missing, that's not our fault. It's Spotify's. But. Um, so, when when you say wrestling, was it for AEW? Yes, correct. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was. Uh, the name of the pay per view was called Revolution. Um, generally speaking, they only do like four pay per views a year. So, um, usually, they're. I mean, it's easy for me to say, I guess, because I'm the fan. But uh, every pay per view they they put out, like they 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 do their best work, like overall. Uh, Whether it's presentation, uh, just the matchmaking, and then the matches themselves, um, they're they're always really good, which is why I always try to uh, invite people out that uh, maybe don't watch it, that don't watch the product, um, because I feel (laughs) like there's a little something for everyone on the card um, that might lure them in a little bit, so... like, there's one match in particular that uh, not everybody likes gore and stuff, but um, it's called a Texas death match. So it's kind of like anything goes, blah, blah, blah. And uh, even me and my friends that also watch wrestling uh, were pretty cringed about watching the match at some points because there's one point where a guy pulled out a fork and started stabbing the other guy in the head, and the blood just like gushed out. And it was pretty disgusting. Like, like, it's so weird because like, you know, we play gory video games, we see gory movies, TV shows. But well, we know it's fake. But so is wrestling, right?
1: Well so no, it's like, wrestling oh, the actions I, are like the the outcome is fake, but the hurt the pain is real.
0: Exactly, exactly. But but exactly to all those points. But the fact that they are we know I mean, yeah, they're real people. <laughs> it's just like we're just watching we're like Ooh. What's going on? This is not wrestling. <laughs> it was just it was just but it was still uh it was still really cool.
1: I, I think people um, get that reaction whenever anybody sees like real pain. Like obviously yeah. when, you know, when I watch UFC and some guy gets like their lip or eye split and you can see just a huge gash right there, you're like, ooh, that has to hurt. Or like when there's just like like what's it called? A hematoma, I think that's what's called. Well, like a big blood knot there. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep.
0: It's funny, actually the what the wrestler, one of the wrestlers that was in the main event, uh he had one of those. And, uh, then he later posted a picture, I think it was yesterday, the blood actually fell down, or moved down to his eye, and I'm like, holy fuck, man, that looks disgusting.
1: And they gotta get that drain, because if it doesn't, it can clot and kill them.
0: Oh, Jesus. Like, they have to,
1: like, eat, they have to cut the skin, drain the blood to make sure it comes out to reduce the swelling, and then they stitch it up, and that's it. Wow. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so yeah, to your point, I mean, uh... You know, it it is the outcome is um fake, but um the the match itself is real. Uh the, there's real injuries involved and, and that's why I like it. I mean, and it, it's it's live theater, like, and, and there's not many forms of live theater that exist anymore.
1: Um I would disagree. Live theater is I obviously with the movie industry being it is, you'd think live theater is dying. But the because the people in theater are so passionate, they've actually Revolutionized like there's uh, I think there was like a live theater for Fast and the Furious, and they had, you know the background is actually like live environment moving with them, and the mm-hmm. characters are just running in place, but because the environment's moving with them, it looks like they're really running so they live theater isn't dead they are doing I, I, wasn't
0: pretty imp- well. I wasn't implying that it's dead, but it's not like you know before our time it, you know what I'm saying like you know
1: oh, like opera stuff like being so huge millions yeah, people I mean, I mean, I mean, exactly i mean they
0: still do have right but it's like you know New York, I don't know'm I'm, I'm sure Chicago does have them too, but anyhow um so yeah so that that was that was a fun uh Sunday evening and then as I would talk about later uh because of that event, I did not watch uh, this last week's week's episode of the last of Us, but that's not gonna hinder our conversations um but while we're on the conversation of wrestling because it's not an actual topic for us, but I'll, I'll keep this brief I don't know if you saw this topic, but Allegedly, I always like to start things with that. Um, Vince McMahon, because he is back in the fold, um, is trying to legalize gambling for their matches.
1: I'm surprised he hasn't done that, but at the at the same time, it, I feel like the reason why wrestling cannot be put with gambling is because you're the people that are in charge already know what the outcome is. So that'd be fixed gambling.
0: <clears throat>
1: you know what that. Uh,
0: that that's it's a thin thin line right because like the, i guess his whole point is they will if they could get it done they will only have like a small secret committee that knows the results and in like a secret envelope and nobody else knows yeah but obviously I, I with everything I, else
1: I, they would break out create tell somebody else they would create an account and gamble oh, on their behalf course. It's it's a it's a slippery slope for them. I
0: I don't I don't disagree with you. I I, I just I'm bringing it up because it it was a topic. <laughs> um, so I thought that was hilarious. Um, I, I agree with everything you said. And on top of that, I, I like if they do like you know seal the results per se. Um, it, it's not out of the realm of possibilities where like you know they have their their outcome right. Like they you know they pass it along. They shared it, but. Um, as we had talked about, you know, wrestling is real. You know, a fluke injury could happen. And there has been times in history where they will call an Audible and be like, Okay, we know you're supposed to win, but you evidently just fucking cracked your ankle or whatever in in half and you ain't gonna be able to compete for probably six months. So Audible and uh how would that affect gambling? I would you know, I don't know. So um We'll see what happens with that. I just, I just, since we were briefly talking about wrestling, I felt like uh, the need to bring that up because I thought it was very comical.
1: Yeah, like I, I feel like if they want to do gambling in WWE, they would have to do like, it, it can't be match outcomes. It has to be what happens in a match, like how many pins or whatever. Obviously, that could still be faked, and how many botched, you know, slaps they could do, whatever, mm-hmm. but something like that, because. That is all accidental. That cannot be controlled. You're just taking a you know, random look of the drawer on that one. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I don't know that's yeah. that's a hard one to put money on because of how yeah, how I mean, fixed it is. But honestly we've also heard, you know, boxing being fixed. The UFC has unfortunately I've seen three fights where it looked like it was fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I at, yeah. at this point anything could be gambled or fixed.
0: <laughs> I like it always um man, what was the movie? I think it was uh I think it was Vegas Vacation where they do you ever see that movie? No. With Chevy Chase? Uh uh like <clears throat> um it's like a slapstick comedy a little bit, but you know, they end up going to a casino and and they just um they have like just like you know, it's set up like Vegas but they have like these array of like stupid ass games that you would gamble on. Like I c I couldn't even tell you how dumb it got. Like almost like how many fingers I'm holding up and they put in and they like I'll bet and they're like you know, just, just <laughs> stupid shit like that. And it's just, like, it's, like, to your point, like, people will fucking gamble on anything. Um,
1: yeah, it, so, it, it, it's kind of I'm funny, because like, I was, you know, this also awesome will lead into the conversation later for competitive, you know, Light and Dark, because
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, with me getting back into it, I've been watching more competitive stuff, and mm-hmm. Video games have gambling in them too. <laughs> like I was you just put, about
0: to ask that. You
1: could put money on like um, online video game teams and see who's going to win their matches and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. I but the good crazy. thing about
0: that is, I mean, not to quickly defend it, but that's not fixed. <laughs> oh no, that's not I
1: because mean, they're mean, all trying.
0: Exactly, and the reason why they try so hard is because you know, hate to like categorize our, our 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 kind here, but we're pretty much all poor. And the pot isn't really that large anyway, and they really want that money. (laughs) Yeah,
1: they do. But the funniest thing is...
0: they ain't trying to throw.
1: (laughs) Well, the funny thing is that there's also, like, online gambling for, like, the Madden games and NBA games. So it's Mm -hmm. like, instead of betting on on real basketball, real football, you're betting Mm -hmm. on the virtual basketball football. Yeah, but some would
0: probably argue that it's more legit than the real stuff.
1: Oh, 100%. But that I just saw this so funny. I was like, "This is like the weirdest like things." It's just weird seeing. It's just it. mind blowing. It's just yeah. mind blowing. Like,
0: like, like, even if you threw a few shekels down, like, even you're on my like, like, this is madness. I'm betting on a fake football game. Like, you know, it's just like, but to that point, people bet I, I mean, a, a prime example are like those. Uh, what do they call those prop bets? Right, like Super Bowl has. Copies of mine of them, and the one of the more popular ones is, "What color will the Gatorade be when they pour it on the coach for the winning team?" It's like, what? <sighs> Whatever, you know. I, I, I don't, I don't partake. I, uh, I did the only sports gambling I have done. Oh, uh, I mean, I still do listen to a lot of sports talk radio, but back in one of my old, old previous jobs, I had the at the time I had the luxury of. Um, having just like an AM radio set up near my desk and me and my colleague at the time, you know, we enjoyed listening to the same, uh, radio stations. So mm-hmm. there was, uh, I'll, I'll just name drop him. me. He, he's a very, uh, popular or was a pop. Still is a popular, but he's no longer in Chicago. Uh, Eddie Olchek, he now works, uh, does commentary for the Seattle, uh, hockey team. But anyways, he's really big on horse racing. Like he's so big. That he he gives out his 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 bets on like NBC and stuff for free like you know some of these uh, um, gamblers professional gamblers like they make you pay a subscription to get the results or whatever but he would go on and, and just give them for free on this on the radio and uh, and we started paying attention like he's always giving out winners So we both made accounts you know just a little bit of money like ten bucks here ten bucks here and and we would. He was winning us some money, like a couple hundred bucks, and it was like really cool. But I didn't know a damn thing about horse racing. I had to learn how to even work the app, and 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 just it was. Now, if he asked me how to do it, I would not know how to do it. But um, but yeah, it was it was it was fun. But like, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't have him guiding our horses, <laughs> <laughs> our ponies, the ponies as he liked to call them. But yeah, I would never. I, I, unless I, ha- I felt really strong about something, like, like, I'm a diehard Cub fan. Never still bet on them. Like, I mean, you know, it's just, <laughs> I, I don't go down that dark alley.
1: <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Like, um, <clears throat> my cousin does a lot of sports gambling. And, like, obviously he has his favorite teams, like the White Sox, the Bears, and all that stuff. Obviously mm-hmm. he doesn't bet on them, but he bets on sure. other teams.
0: That's a smart gambler, though, then. <laughs> never bet, they say, never bet with your heart.
1: Yeah. And so he like puts his money on like certain players to do certain things and obviously mm-hmm. certain teams and he watches mm-hmm. all the games, but obviously still wants his team to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So See, that's that's another reason why I wouldn't want to do it, because like I just said, you don't bet with your heart. You bet with like statistics and shit. So like I wouldn't want to bet on, against my team and then be conflicted because, well, I got money on it, but my team has to lose like like no, no.
1: Oh, just... But but that's the thing, that was most like, because you're actually getting something for putting money on it, you're like, alright, screw my team, they could lose
0: No, fuck that, no, see, that no, that's, that's, no, 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 no.
1: Your loyalty no. should be towards yourself.
0: You're not wrong, you're not wrong, but that, to me, that's what would take the fun out of it, but, you know, uh, to each their own, like, I, I don't, I don't disparage anybody, but, uh. Uh, you know, then they have those um, gambling addict lines, and you know, I guess that's where the line's drawn. But
1: uh... I think he might be visiting that route soon. <laughs> he might. <laughs> oh, dude he he's, he spends a lot of money on the gambling. Yeah. He and... but he breaks even though he's good. He makes sure he goes even. If he loses, he stops for a little bit, and then he goes mm-hmm. back in. But mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's a gambler. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I like I, I I might have mentioned this on the podcast. I don't recall, but like I like when I was collecting. Uh, uh, the, Baseball cards and shit. I mean, in, in reality, that hobby—I mean, it still is a hobby—but um it really legit it is gambling. Like nowadays, it is just straight up gambling because, like, you are trying to get a card that you could flip, and then there's odds and and like it's straight up gambling. <laughs> well, if you treat it <laughs> no, like
1: that, there's people. No, that... it, it, it's it's ser- it seriously is like. Well, it depends on what you're doing. What you're doing is gambling. What players do is just gathering cards for the collection, so they can use it into their play.
0: Well, no, no, no one buys baseball cards to play. It's not like a trading card game. Pokemon, I, is a card I, I, game. I know,
1: but I'm saying with well, like Pokemon and all that stuff. Like, there's certain cards well, that people.
0: Well, do. Pokemon, I, I pretty much buy because I I enjoy keeping them now. Like, like I love the art, and I'm looking into the new. I, I'm not going to buy anymore. I, I promise. I'm putting a hard stance on that. The next uh, gen, I'm not going to buy anymore. But I've been looking at the cards that pop up. So nice, but nope, nope, not doing it, not doing it. I'm done, I'm done. So, anyway, um, but yeah, uh, we, we we stretched that for me a little bit there, but um, but that was my week, so
1: for me, um, my week has been kind of simple. There's been, I've been doing a lot, a lot of real life stuff, so nothing there. Um, the gaming things I've done, actually, I, I guess it is something. I mm-hmm. started a new game this week called Wulong Fallen Dynasty. It's been a game great. I've been interested in for a while. It's kind of like a FromSoft. It's not from software. Um it's from Team Ninja or whatever, but it plays like their games, like Demon Souls, Dark Souls, etc. Mm-hmm. Um but I played it because I was actually invited to the 1 Hour 1 Decision podcast with Chris and Tom. So I got to uh record an episode with them. I think it should be live around like March 22nd or something like that. Oh. They told me the date, I forgot, so if you guys are interested make sure you go to Quit the Build and look up 1 Hour 1 Decision. They're great people. Um so, I did that, obviously been playing Destiny. I was supposed to do the world, or, sorry, the day one raid today, but unfortunately I got called up by somebody that needed help, so I, it usually I would have said no, but since I didn't have a team, like a fixed team, mm. to go win, I was like, I can be more lenient. Um, as much as, it's a good thing that I went to go help, I kind of regret it because supposedly this raid is much easier than the previous raids, and I've been just... Hungry for a day one clear, and I've never had one. I've I've always been Mm. the final boss, so I Mm. may have just screwed myself on that. Mm. Um, but luckily, the contest mode goes for two days, so maybe tomorrow I'll try. Uh, and then obviously, still doing Call of Duty. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last time, but I actually bought because I've been getting more into Call of Duty again, rank play. I actually bought a 200 controller, (laughs) uh, just so I can um compete because it comes with paddles, adjustable triggers, and all that stuff. So hopefully that should be in tomorrow, and I want to be hard grinding Sunday on rank play. Nice,
0: yeah. No, last week you mentioned that you were wanting to pull the trigger on it, but I don't think you had. So, so now it's official. So, so that's awesome. So you're giving yourself a little investment there. So, like, I know we talked about this last week, but you, you're, you, it seems like you know you, you're putting your money where your mouth is. You're getting a controller. You're going to go hard can we see a resurrection of trying no. to go semi-pro here? No. No? no? Oh, come on. I,
1: I'm doing this for fun. Like, if, if I was to try to compete again in tournaments, mm-hmm. I would need to find people that are equally committed, and mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you can find teams easy. Like, when I was being competitive, I only found three people that were adamant about trying. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they were all on separate teams, and whenever we played together, we did great, but mm-hmm. they just didn't want a team together. And every other person that's been snakes, they go into tournaments, but they lose. They get, you know, on stage fright. It sucks. And so it's like, as much as you want to, it's you can only do so much solo, and it's your team that you have to rely on. And if your teammates don't show up, then you're just wasting your time.
0: So of all the teams you, dare I say, you pugged them, but whatever. Uh, like you know, you've joined. Uh, how many of them were sponsored, if any?
1: Well. People can say they're sponsored by these low-end companies, but they're really just being used for codes. Um, so, none of them.
0: Okay. I'm like, just curious. The only people actually.
1: that get sponsored are people actually winning tournaments, mm-hmm. and I wasn't part of any of those teams. Like, I've won tournaments before, like, online tournaments, but they're, like, small, like, AKs, ks 4Ks, uh, or, no, sorry, not 4Ks, 5Ks, uh, where you go in, get certain points, you put money on the line, like, $250, and then you win those matches. Um uh, but yeah, like if I if I was to do competitive again, I had to find three people that are just dedicated and like they have, to, they have to have the same mindset.
0: Don't they have solo tournaments anymore?
1: If you're doing like Street Fighter, or and stuff like that, but no, shooters, no, no, for
0: for first person shooters, no,
1: they've never had. I mean, if they if they no, do, no. They, if they do, it's all online stuff. But nobody okay. cares about that. If you want to cool. become pro, cool. you've got to be on a team. Gotcha.
0: Because I know, like once upon a time. When my brother was playing uh Modern Warfare the original Modern Warfare two and then three, um, you know, we signed up for Major League Gaming and they did have
1: Yeah, one V ones, T two, yeah, the, the tournaments
0: where, you know, they had like I mean the payouts weren't huge, but like, you know, you, you had to buy into so how you were kind of explaining earlier, but I mean shit, if you keep if you're that good and you just like clean sweep, you know, clean house, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, it might be equitable.
1: I mean, you can make money doing that, but you will never be considered a pro doing that. Gotcha. Because, I mean, that's just people that are doing it for fun. They get, like, views. It's, it's more like... Hey, it's like that Triple Haze if you're doing that. It's like, eh, you're doing TV2s. That's cool. You're good at it, but you're not good in the V4s.
0: So, with that said, then, I mean, I don't know, like, the history of certain gamers and, and and how they rose to popularity. But then, how does somebody like Ninja become famous, then, if it's just him?
1: So... Ninja is a good example of someone that played competitive, mm-hmm. and it didn't work out because he didn't have that team. And so he switched to online stuff because he had individual skills. So he mm-hmm. played like H1Z1, some other battle royales, and eventually Fortnite where he blew up. And that's where you get it. But those games, he, wasn't, he didn't blow up because he was on a competitive team. He was just doing good public matches.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Understood.
1: <clears throat> yeah. So that, that's the hard thing, though. Like, I've I've thought about it. It's just, and obviously the saying goes, you know, you have to go through the mud in order to find, you know, what you're looking for. And there's just so many people you could waste your time on. And that's the worst thing is trying to like when you're trying to build a team, you got to put some time and effort into these people to like get to know them, get to play with them, get to do it. But then even if you do that, and they decide to stop, then all that investment you did just is thrown away, and there's nothing yeah. in return. So it's like the biggest. Yes. Biggest gamble, and if you lose, it's nothing to give you back.
0: Yeah, no, I I, I get that. I, I mean, that sucks, but you know, um, you never know. Maybe your you know thirteenth shot is the lucky one.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm twenty six, man. Like, even if I was able to go pro at this point, I'd maybe have like three, four years at the most, and like pretty much. I I know this is gonna sound weird, but like, once you're twenty five, you're already considered on the aging out group of competitive play. It, the the next hand and eye coronation. Yeah, because sixteen to twenty five is where your sweet spot is for competitive, and once you get past that point, it's like you should really get out, old man.
0: <laughs> so, th- this is like I'm enjoying this conversation, because um, everything you said, like I understand, I've I've you know read that, and, and, and a lot of it is true. You know, uh, when you get older, your hand and eye coronation goes down. But with that said, with 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 as big and as good as competitive gaming is, it baffles me a little bit. Unless you could. Poo poo this, then why there isn't age groups, right? Like 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 golf, for example. Golf has a regular league and then a senior league. Why can't they have that for for gaming? Well, do they do they think it's just not worth it? I guess. Or
1: let's be honest. Why would you? It's like I hate. I'm. I feel bad for using this example, but it's like why would you want to watch the WNBA when you can watch the NBA?
0: Um, that's not a good comparison. Um, I mean,
1: seriously, like you got the top skill in the NBA and then you got kind of skill in the WNBA. It's like when you're doing competitive play, you rather see, you know, the people with the best skills, best jumping, best shooting, instead of watching the old guys that can't do it all. No,
0: I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not totally disagreeing with you. You're, You're right. However, I think the difference is, is the people that would graduate per se to this senior league if we want to dub it that way um you know in their own right they should already be established and probably have their own following and people may want to continue watching now i'm I'm thinking a lot of these people convert anyway or already do the streaming thing as well so that's probably the natural conversion
1: yes that is that's the way it goes
0: yeah yeah but i'm just saying like you know it's Mm. just i get your standpoint but i if I had a ton of money, I would probably look into it, is all I'm saying.
1: You would lose a lot of your money.
0: Maybe. That's but, fine.
1: Like, if you're going to invest into, like, older players, you would have to be doing one-off tournaments where it's just, like, you know, reunion things just for nostalgia reasons. You can't do it all the time, and you'd just be like, okay, these teams are going in, they're going for $1,200, whoever wins gets in, and all that stuff, and, you know, it's just more of, like, a fun match. But if it was, like, mm-hmm. true competitive, you'd lose money big time. That's why that's why game battles exist. Like that's why two V twos, three V threes exist, because if people that are older still want to compete and just do it mm-hmm. for fun, they go into that, you know, let their viewers see a little bit more of the competitive side, but mm-hmm. they don't they aren't going hundred percent like they did in the like the four v four pro brackets.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah. Good combo, good combo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it it's just I mean like when you say I I know it's gonna sound like, you know, what if, you know, regrets and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, like I'm pretty sure you have things like you you like basketball. I like basketball, obviously, but you know that you're at this point you're not going to go pro. You're just playing for fun. That's pretty much my mindset at this point. It's like, would I love to? Sure, but the likelihood and the age, most likely, I'm not going to.
2: Understood.
1: Yeah. So you you broke my heart. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the reality of some things. Like you you know that you know your time most no, likely passed, and you just got to accept it
0: yeah i i get it um like it, it does make a lot of sense but like i think like i guess all i'm saying is is like not totally shut the door on it like don't slam it shut like like i, I think um you, you're kind of somewhat making yourself a little bit more committed even though you are totally having fun with it but i'm just saying you never know what may happen like you know
1: like I said, if there's if there's ever an opportunity that seems very likely I'll take it but I'm also do- I'm not like that's not my main goal. My main goal is just to have fun if I get something out of it cool, but it's just to have fun. And once that fun's over, I go back to what I want to
0: do. <laughs> yeah. And I I that's all I'm saying like like <clears throat> obviously have fun with it, but you know, if an opportunity were to present itself, you know, don't don't
1: downplay it is all I'm saying. Oh, obviously. I mean, wh- whoever would downplay an opportunity is stupid. I don't
0: know. You, you just—you kind of sound me like you weren't gonna, you know, take an offer. I don't know.
1: Well, no. The way you were pitching is like, would I try to get a team together right now? No, I would not try. But if a team, a really good team, asked me to join them and were dedicated, and I seen that dedication, I would join. Okay. But there, there, there's a difference. I'm not gonna seek. I'm not gonna purposely go for it. It has to come to me at this point. Understood. Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, that's what I've been doing. I really, dude. It's funny. Like, obviously, you know, we said like uh, last. I think we talked about last time. You know, when you're doing competitive, you're like when you play with your friends, you're just like the top fish in that little pond. But then when you go into the real world and into the ocean, you realize you're a small minnow. Yeah. Um, even though I've been out of practice for so long dude i once I get this controller, I feel like I could easily arise and running play super quick like i like obviously there's arrogance and there's confidence, and right now I have confidence <laughs> but like
0: i mean you're you're right on both of those those words but but the the, the reason why you have them is because you know you have it and and I feel like that's awesome, and there's nothing wrong with that now if you have become ignorant, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> Yeah, but but no but it it's great that you have that and i think uh the fact that it is um you know reverberating from you i think is awesome and that's why like i'm excited and i'm trying to support you <laughs> but like you know it's like uh, like i am i'm, I'm going to watch you dude i'm going to watch you cuz like rec- you get your controller
1: recently i just i first People that so in rank play right now for Call of Duty there's bronze, silver, gold, plat, diamond, crimson, and iridescent, and then obviously there's a top two hundred and fifty in the world. Um, I versed a whole team of iridescent on the other se- on the other side and my teams were full of golds and plats. I dropped forty kills on all these iridescent people and I'm like if I can do that on top ranked people, that make that means I still kinda have it. <laughs>
0: That's cool. Yeah, I'll I'll um It'll be interesting to, to, to see. And uh, once you start climbing those ranks and you're going to have to ping me like, Hey, I'm going to be uh, in the top uh, 1000 categories. Like, okay. Let me go see. Cause I, I, I really enjoy watching. Like I said, when my brother played, I mean, none of this stuff existed. Right. Um, and, and I would just sit there and fucking watch it play for hours and hours. Cause he was fucking good. Uh, I sucked. <laughs> um, I, I I feel like I always sucked at F, uh, first person shooters, but um, like I, when I would play that game, even like I would get shit talked like crazy online, and I would just laugh. I'm like, <laughs> it's funny. If you I'm watch just, my streams I'm, now, that's
1: all I do is laugh in the game chat whenever people are talking shit to each other because it's funny. Like people are like is, trying to it is. Like, take it like, as like heart, but I'm like, dude, it's funny. Yeah, laugh it's, it off.
0: Yeah, I like I, I'm like I'm sorry, but <laughs> this isn't real to me. <laughs> i'm just having fun like i know i'm dog shit but
1: like there was somebody on the other so i was playing competitive right and my team sucked i sucked at the time because i just fell off somebody on the enemy team said you guys couldn't even buy a kill even if it was free and i just started dying i was like what i was just like that's one of the funniest things you couldn't even buy a kill even if it was free
0: yeah it's it's yeah it's so Uh. so comical um but but yeah watching to your point like even just talking about earlier when talking about you know the the younger generation being so good yeah yeah like yeah you're right like watching better players is cool and that's also um i think the reason why i enjoyed watching it at that time too is because i had more of a um understanding right mm. versus like if i watch hopefully i still have understand when like when i watch you play and stuff but like uh, but some games when I watch, like for example, like when I watch my friend Chris play and stuff, like I mean I still got a concept of it, but there's there's some things I'm lost upon, right? And it's like like Fortnite, when I used to watch Fortnite I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. Like I like the building concept of it, but I don't know what the fuck I'm watching. And now I know they change it up a little bit, like they they have either or but like but I, I just remember sometimes watching things and like people are like, Oh so good. So I'm like, I don't know even know what they did. what what makes it so good? So, like, you know... With Call of Duty, though, I'll, I would have a better understanding and presence of it.
1: Yeah. So. One thing I will say, going back to the whole team thing, <clears throat> mm-hmm. even though I'm not look, I'm not going to build a competitive team, mm-hmm. once I start climbing the ranks, like, once I'm a diamond or whatever, I think I'm going to start looking for, like, other solo players and kind of get, like, a, kind of like a... How do I say it? Not like a friend group, like a group going together, so instead of so- solo queuing all the time, I'll have... Teams I can kind of like pre-build beforehand that I know that are good, and then we just play a couple matches. If they get out, I can sub another guy in, and just climb more. Because let's be honest, solo queuing you can only do so much.
0: No, hundred percent. Yeah, You can only do so much.
1: But but um
0: yeah, but yeah no, that's awesome. Um, other than that, um, so no new games for you then? Also this week because there is absolutely well, none for me. Well,
1: like I oh, said, that yeah, no, one. No, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You did mention that.
1: And after my, I'm hoping that, this is going to sound weird, I'm hoping my Uh competitive edge dies because I kind of want to play some other games, but at the same time, constantly getting pulled to those games. Because Wulong Uh is surprisingly good. I didn't think it was going to be good, like, you know, going back to competitive, since it is a hard game, and you've, like, the first, like, the prologue is even difficult. I think I spent, like, an hour and a half on the first boss just to beat the first part of him. And there's a second part, and I haven't even gotten, like, him chipped down yet, so, like, me losing to him makes me want to beat him now. (laughs) Gotcha so yeah
2: cool
0: cool yeah um i'm just um looking to get i don't know if i'll get octo done this weekend i may i may i won't be able to platinum it that's for damn sure i don't think i'll be able to do that but i might be able to finish the main story this weekend so
1: but you haven't even finished the main story
0: no no
1: wow so what do you guys do to platinum it
0: I don't know, there's a lot of hidden trophies. Uh um, well you can you know you
1: could reveal those trophies, right? Maybe, no. You didn't know you could reveal the trophy list? I don't think so. PS five even gives you tips and guides on how to get those trophies too. I
0: don't know, I guess I gotta look at it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so, the only thing
0: I see the only thing I, I, I think I see on my end is says hidden trophy and then uh earned by point two percent of players or something of that magnitude
1: yeah so go to that go to that trophy that's hidden click Uh on it it will tell you reveal information and if Uh, you're really stuck like if it's a collectible or a certain thing there'll be like a tip section and that tip section will play an actual video on your console on how to get that thing done
0: oh that's too cheesy
1: i mean it's good when you're stuck
0: i mean when you're stuck i guess so
1: but i'm gonna
0: i'm not gonna worry about that
1: until like
0: you know i feel i'm really at a point in the corner where i need to do that otherwise like i it's an rpg the 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 game itself kind of gives you a journal right to um uh, tell you what you kind of need to do or what you you should be accomplishing so if i get all that done and i'm still missing trophies then i'll probably do that but i feel like a lot of them are going to be completed upon you know story campaign uh, maxing out um stats and shit of that magnitude, you know um so um so yeah i' I'll, I'll figure it out when that uh, that comes but
1: yeah i I think the reason why i well, I do one of two things when I have trophy Hunt, I play the game normally don't look at anything well, I do look at the trophy list once just to see if there's any trophies related to a specific mission that you have to get done because if you don't do it, you gotta replay the game again to get it so those mm-hmm. are those are the ones I prioritize. Other than that, I play through the main story, then I do all the side missions, and once that's done, that's when I mop up the missables, I guess. But mm-hmm. I would recommend checking the trophy list to see if there's any story-specific ones, so you don't have to replay the whole story again.
0: I, I should, and I'll probably kick myself in the ass if there is one or already has been one that I missed. <laughs> I just don't think, I just don't think there are.
1: Yeah. Well, most likely like, I, with uh, Octopath, there isn't, but I know there's some games where you can go to like a 20-hour story, and there's no chapter select, and you're like, oh, shit, I gotta do all um, that again.
0: Crisis Core is that way.
1: Yeah, so... And I
0: thought there was going to be a chapter in much like how FF7 had, but to my dismay, it does not, so... Yeah. Um, so, I guess, quote-unquote lesson learned on that one, but at the same time, I'm not that upset about it, because... um. I enjoy playing the game, so.
1: Yeah, but it's annoying to have to go all the way through that again just for that one stupid trophy that you just you accidentally missed one time, and you can't go back and choose that specific point.
0: No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I'll never forget. Um, this is way before trophy systems, but uh, Mario RPG for Super Nintendo. Um, I don't even remember what the reward was, but uh, throughout the entire game. There were, I believe, there were red coins you had to collect. Hmm. And tell me why, like right at the fucking start of the game, when you're going into the the, the castle, if you do not jump on Toad's head to jump on top of the doorway to get a coin, that was the only point in the entire game that you had that opportunity to do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I know all about that.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and if anybody that listened and heard that, and if you know that, you could leave a comment and share how upset you were as as I was, because I'm sure a lot of people recall that.
1: (laughs) It's funny that we all have this like one moment in gaming where you're just like, seriously, I thought I was doing good, and then the game is like, nah, you didn't check everything, and you get baited. Well,
0: it it wasn't like nothing; like you were doing good. It was just like, like I think if you collected them all, you you got like. hypothetically Mario's ultimate weapon or something, you know? It's like, obviously you want that weapon, especially at the end. But um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll obviously never forget that.
1: It's funny, dude. If you want to see like a reaction of mine, check out my Wulong Dynasty stream, because I haven't played, like I said, I haven't played a difficult game. Like, when I say difficult, I'm talking about a really difficult game in a while. So when I first, this first boss... Like, it took me, like, an hour just to beat the first part of them. I got really, really happy. I was so excited. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Second encounter Mm -hmm. happens, I get obliterated, and I'm like, okay, there's a checkpoint. There's no checkpoint. You go straight back to the beginning, got to do all that all over again. And I'm like, no, no, no. (laughs) And I just felt, like, a whole, like, encouragement and then immediate despair, like, within, like, a minute span. (laughs) It's just, like, the emotion flow is crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, those, those, and it's like, you know... You can never prepare for it because, <laughs> like, you know, you get those uh, consecutive bosses, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah. But that's what makes it a challenge, you know? And then if, when you do do it, you're like, whew, can't believe I survived that shit.
1: <laughs> that's, like, the weirdest thing that gamers can get that I don't think a lot of people understand is that personal satisfaction you get for beating something challenging. Like, even though you're oh, getting no nothing, like, monetarily, you're not getting anything, you know, tangible, it's just that personal satisfaction you get just be like i did it he didn't get me he didn't beat me this time i beat him yeah
0: for sure i mean and then it's i mean we could sit here and talk about and defend video games all day of course but uh but yeah that's that's a uh, huge uh, uh glowing thing about it
1: so continuing video games you want to transfer to our first topic
0: sure let's do it our first topic today uh to no surprise is mario day
3: yippee
0: so um i guess just talk about uh, all things mario all all things encompassing mario um i'll I'll start with uh, one small tidbit i don't know if you got the opportunity to watch it but uh the final uh mario movie trailer dropped yesterday and um you know everything has come out I was sold anyway from the very very first one. But um you know, it gave no new footage the uh did you see it first off as I keep talking? Did you watch it?
1: I've seen little clips of the Lumos guy, the psychotic Lumos, yeah. but oh, other than that nothing.
0: So funny. <laughs> So funny! I'm like, those are the things. Like, I think that those are the things that are going to really make the movie enjoyable. Like, we had we had the penguin thing in the first trailer. Then we get the the lumina or lumines. I don't know the name of lumines. it in this trailer, and it, like, it was so adorable but so comical. Like, it was it's a just, little kid it was, voice
1: saying, "The only thing you're going to get is a sweet relief of death."
0: <laughs> it was fucking gold, man. Like, just gold, and it's just. Gracefully swinging in the cage, and just so like happy. it was so happy, it was it was fantastic. So so you know like uh, I I haven't uh, pre-ordered <clears> any tickets yet, but I'm probably gonna do it soon. I I don't know if it's gonna be that popular, but um oh it's
3: gonna be but popular. Yeah,
0: but I, I I can't wait. Um I I have noticed a trend that they are strategically avoiding Chris Pratt's voice. And all these things. Like they just they, they I don't wanna say it's going to be bad, but I think it's probably gonna usher a lot of negative reaction. And and they're strategically not doing it for that purpose, I feel. Like I'm I'm going in open arms, trying not to be overly um critical of it. I think everything else will probably drown it out.
1: I'm a, <clears throat> my fear is that they're showing all the good parts.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I don't. What's the runtime? I think it's like an hour and 30 something.
1: I've done very little research on this movie because my interest okay. seems to keep dwindling.
0: Uh oh. Yeah. I th- I'm I still going to watch why. it. Thought, I'm thought, still going to watch it. I don't know why I thought you messaged me. So I forgot where I saw it from, but I, I believe it's like 90 something minutes. Like 92, 97, something like that. Um, I don't think so. I think we're going to have a lot of other moments. It'll be so. funny because I th- I still feel like there's probably gonna be I think the majority of them are probably gonna come from Bowser. Like he's not necessarily the comedic relief character, but he's just going to assist with a lot of the comedic relief. I think. So.
1: I I think I think what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to build myself as low as I can for this movie so I can enjoy it because I've done things where I've overhyped certain like. I don't do it. I don't do it often because I've learned my lesson. But mm-hmm. uh, for example, Puss in Boots, The Last mm-hmm. Wish. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of great things about it. It's a good movie, but because they're saying it's better than Shrek Two or it's just as good as Shrek Two, I watched it. And I was like, it was good, but it wasn't better than Shrek Two, and I disappointed myself. And I think that's why I'm trying to disappoint myself on Mario. So when I do watch, I'll be excited. while everybody is overhyping it, and they're gonna be like all let down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not putting it on a pedestal. I'm just excited. Um, and, um, I mean, we'll see in less than a month now, hopefully. I'm, I'm probably going to be a day oneer. Um I'll probably even sacrifice wrestling to go see it. <laughs> wow,
1: that's a big yeah, statement. Yeah, I know,
0: that's, that, that's a big statement, right? So is, it, uh, so, is it coming
1: out April 5th, right?
0: Yes, it's on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, other than that, because it's either, well, if I don't, <clears throat> then I would probably see it on Friday, which means then I might have to sacrifice the podcast. <laughs>
1: um, so let me know if there is, and I'll look up tickets too because I know um, two, I think it was two days ago the pre- or the pre-ordered tickets are available. Because if they could, if I if I could do like the night of like the original day night release of it, you know, like the day like before t- release,
0: are you are talking about like Tuesday midnight?
1: Yeah, I would go to that.
0: I I don't. I don't know if there's any of those.
1: I'm about to look it's at it. It's,
0: it's not like Marvel and DC.
1: Well, I mean, all, like, all big movies have um, like midnight releases.
0: Yeah, sure. well, maybe I have to look into it then. But, but um,
1: either way, I want I, I, if I was going to see I want to see it day one. If I don't see it day one, I'm probably not going to see it at all until it comes on DVD or movie.
0: Boo! <laughs> boo this man! Boo <laughs> this man! Um, okay, so anyways, continue Mario Day. So, uh... That's the movie. Um, I don't know if we ever talked about this.
1: Probably not. But, hold, on, before, um, hold, hold your thought for a second. Sure. So, you know how you've been saying March 10th is Mario Day, and I'm just like, that's kind of a weird thing to say. Because, you know, I was like, Mario, March 10th. I'm like, I get it, M-A-R, and I'm like, 10, where does this end? 10 come in? If you spell it Mario in capital letters, the I looks like a 10. And that's when it clicked to me after I was typing it, why people are saying March 10th is Mario Day. <laughs> Like I'm over here thinking Mario with like an i I'm like I guess the I is a ten, sure, but then I forgot what uppercase I looks like. I'm like, oh, March tenth, Mario. There you go, it's all uppercase. I got You're a
2: host on the <laughs> podcast
1: <laughs> No, like when when I spell Mario, and when I look at Mario, it's usually mm-hmm. lowercase I and everything else is lowercase except for the M. But when you put it all in uppercase, it looks like March tenth. And I'm just yes. like, oh, now it makes more sense. <laughs> Brain imploding.
0: Um. Anyway, I held that thought. I will now share my thoughts. <laughs> For you, what is your favorite Mario game of all time?
1: Oh, man. Um, does it have to be a mainline Mario game, or can it be like a Mario-included game? I want
0: to... I wanna... Save this question for mainline game, main Mario game.
1: I'm trying to think, cause there's a lot of good ones. Yeah, there is. Is so is Paper Mario considered like a mainline Mario game?
0: Ooh, good question. I want to. Uh, no, no, I'm not gonna count that one. Okay, cause I, I will won't, won't, I won't allow that one. <laughs>
1: If if it was that, I'd say Mario Paper Mario: A Thousand Year Door, something like that. Okay. Was that like that? Was that the first one or the second one? I think it was on the Wii. Wii, Wii,
0: Wii. Yeah, I don't remember. I know. Unfortunately, I've never played any of the Paper Mario's.
1: Whatever, I've only played one, and it was whatever oh, the okay. one that was on the Wii. That was pretty good. Um, if I was gonna say, I would say Super Mario Galaxy. Galaxy. I, 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 re- I really liked Odyssey. Yeah, but Galaxy. Really I just like the space travel in it.
0: Okay. Okay. It that is uh well thank you for your answer. Uh ironically, that's the one I've never played. Um I, I just for whatever reason, I just didn't gravitate towards it. Um and and I know it's good you are saying you're, you're naming it your favorite. I've heard other I don't want to say name it a favorite, but I've heard glowing things about it. Um I concur with you Odyssey is fantastic. Uh however my heart still lies with Super Mario World. Um I just played the shit out of that and to the point where like you know without a strategy guide just playing the same level multiple times to figure out the alternate <clears throat> path to get you know like I did it all by myself. And um you know, if they were clocking hours, who knows what I would have clocked in that game. And uh, so I played a shot of that one. So that one still holds a, a good place in my heart. I would probably go if I'm going to rank now. I would probably do Odyssey two and then sixty four three, um, and then probably Sunshine. Okay. Oh no, mm, I forgot about Mario three. That one, that one's a good one too.
1: So, I, I know we're talking about mainline games here. Yes. Would Super Mario Maker be considered mainline game?
0: I still would answer no. Mario Maker is a fantastic. I don't own it, but I, I mean, it's done so much for the community, right? For the for the franchise, <clears throat> um, and for that reason, I mean, it, it's 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 really good. I, I think and the only reason I'm answering no is because it's not like a nintendo made mario does that make sense i mean i know like it sounds silly to say it that way because it's still Nintendo, talking, but what i mean is like mario makers letting the fans go ahead and create levels and share levels and 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 um you know rate them and rank them and that is awesome
1: so but, uh, i, I want to add to this because there's actual original mario developers that actually mm-hmm. make maps in mario Maker. For the ones that you know got scrapped in the original games, we're like, we want to put these in there as stuff we want we originally had designed, but my, we just, they said they were too hard to make. So, or sorry, it was too difficult for the players at the time. So they mm-hmm. put them in Mario Maker, so people that really want to test their skills can try it.
0: Yeah, my buddy told me about that too, and I was like, I was like, that is fucking awesome.
1: Like, and once again, just,
0: I mean, that's community building. You're having the actual um, level makers also support that game and 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 give people content that, I mean, that's like the epitome of old school DLC, right? Like, yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, that, that is just so awesome. Um, I, I never got it. Cause I, I mean, I, you know, other games. Wow. But, uh, I, I probably would, would have loved playing that. Cause I, I, I even played, um, uh, what was it Mario paint for, for a while too. Uh, the whole, uh, the music thing was always a huge thing. Even to this day, uh, the fly swatting. I don't know if you played Mario paint. um, But, uh, no, I kind of want the question to be strictly just like, you know, the main title Mario games that came for every console. Um, So, yeah, that would be my ranking, I would say. Mario, Super Mario World, Odyssey, 64 and 3 would probably be a tie. God, 3 was so good. 2 was...
1: Next year, if we're still alive, (laughs) because you never know. (laughs) I, I think more. I think what I'm going to do is because I'm... I, sh- I probably shouldn't say on stream because it's... But I'm building things. I'm building things up. Next year for Mario Day, I think you should come over. I'll have the whole setup ready at the time. And we should go through a lot of the Mario games. Because most likely by then, if my Wii doesn't blow up... I'm not sure if you heard that. Where on t- in 2023, on a certain day, all the Wiis are going to blow up because they put like a... I'm assuming when they say blow up... Like the online feature, the Mm -hmm. uh, what's it called? There's like a certain thing on the motherboard that's pretty much expires at that date. Okay. But if that doesn't blow up and doesn't kill me, I'm going to mod it. And I'm going to put Mario Galaxy 1 and 2 on there. And we're going to go through a lot of the old Mario games up to Odyssey. We don't have to play the whole thing, but just like go through the Mario stuff on Mario Day.
0: Like give it uh, an hour to 90 minutes a game. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That sounds great, actually. That'd be cool.
1: Yeah, do a live stream. It, it'd be fun. if like we talk, like we give the controller and, to each other and all that stuff. And
0: if we, I'm just throwing a pitch idea here. Maybe we could get uh, Chris on as a special guest, and he could do a speedrun of Mario 64.
1: Ooh. Oh man, <laughs> if I if I can get the setup the way I want it, because I was originally gonna build a what's it called a Raspberry Pi, but if we're gonna do an N64 speedrun, I gotta buy an actual N64 with the Mario cartridge, so we could do it legitimately.
0: I think he, yeah, that would be cool, but uh, would he be able to, see, now this is the this is where I'm not um, uh, intelligent enough to know, can original copy be done like how they do it on the streams? Hmm? Like, does it have to be a certain version in order to do like the no. glitch tricks and stuff? Okay. The, the emulated, yeah, the emulated
1: version is the original, it's just not the card. Gosh, gotcha. yeah. Like you yeah. could do it on your okay. computer right now and play it Mario sixty four, and it's still the base game. You could do all the glitches and stuff.
0: Gotcha. I, I wonder how he was playing it. If he like somehow rigged this actual sixty four controller, if he was doing it like with the keyboard, he,
1: he probably did on PC, because you can actually hook up like PS five controllers on your PlayStation or Xbox controllers and play Mario sixty four on your PC emulated.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know how he was doing it, but I do remember he <laughs> was doing speed runs, and I think. I think I think I think he got he got under thirty minutes for his speed runs, which was pretty pretty huge. It was kind of funny because like he was he was doing it for quite some time. I guess I was like the good luck charm because it seemed like every time I was watching him, he would get a new personal best. <laughs> I was like, ah, another PV. Yeah.
1: That would be cool though. Um, like invite Chris like on the later like be... the second half of this thing, and then for the closing part, it's just him doing a Mario sixty four speed run. Well,
0: well, if I may, I would say we we would do it in order.
1: Well, we we're going to do it in order, but I feel like the closing has to be something special with the Mario 64 speedrun.
0: Yeah, I think you just do it when, when 64 is next.
1: No, because then we're not going to play that.
0: That's fine. No, That's I'll what i It's mean. It's, like, it's like a special guest part of the, the, the stream.
1: Okay, I'll give him a choice though, because I do have uh, Super Mario 3D All-Stars on the Switch, and I'll ask uh-huh. him which one he wants to play, that or the original. Because I think you can do oh. the glitch on the Switch version, too.
0: Yeah, I, I that I don't know. But I, I remember I got that game, too. Now no, you reminded me. Because it has uh, 64,
1: yeah, that, uh... Sunshine, and Galaxy?
0: Oh, you Correct. have Galaxy. Correct. Why didn't, haven't you played it? <laughs> well, now I have it, but I didn't... Ha- I had never bought it before. But yes, now technically I have it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But yeah, and it's th- th- funny
0: because like I bought it thinking like it was going to be somewhat of a collectible and at the time it was extremely hard to get but now they're like a dime a dozen so.
3: Yeah.
1: I figured that's what they're going to be It was Mario. They they do that yeah. for all of them.
0: That's true. Um so we talked about the movie, we talked about the games. Um You oh. said you never saw the original cartoon, right?
1: No. What I haven't seen was the a movie, the one with um what's his name? Uh... Dennis something and John Gu- Guzman. I can't say his name. Mugicidamo. Yes, and I just, Mugicidamo Mugicidamo just seen the
0: Mugicidamo or something like that.
1: Yeah, and I just seen the live action version live action yeah. version recently. So that's the one yeah. I haven't seen until right now. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Okay. So you saw the original cartoon. What about merchandise? Do you have any even to this day, do you have anything Mario related in your yes. in your room, in your house?
1: Well right now, no. Um oh, okay. well actually do I? Oh, yeah, I have those Amiibo things for the uh, Odyssey where Wedding Mario bows and yeah, each.
0: Yeah, yeah, I got that trail, too.
1: I got those right there. Um, I did have your hat, but my cat ripped it up.
0: I gave you a hat? I don't even remember.
1: No. You didn't give it to me. I bought the hat. It was at like GameStop. But I have oh! that specific hat that you're wearing right now. I have gotcha. that hat. Or I had that hat. But my uh-huh. cat destroyed it like she does with my, all my other stuff.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, okay, I'm following you.
1: <laughs> anything that's like, kind of, she could put her nails in is a no-go in my room, because she will destroy it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I have, uh, those same amiibos, obviously I'm wearing this hat. I don't think I really have anything else. Oh, no, I take that back. I got the, um, oh, well, it's the NES Lego. I'm building, uh, the Bowser Lego. I started building that today in celebration of Mario Day. Um, I got the question mark, you can't see it because it's it's up here. But I got the question mark uh, Lego. So I forgot about those. I got those things. I never bought the 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 mini Mario that like you play with or whatever and you could like it has like chips in it and you could like go through levels. I, I didn't care about that stuff. Um I'm trying to think of like anything else that's like worth or dare I say worth, but uh um just of value. I put that in quotes at least sentimental value. Um yeah, other than the games and stuff, I I don't think I have any other Mario merch. I guess like I guess Mario wasn't cool, that cool enough for me to buy merch. <laughs> like like Zelda stuff, you know, I I I definitely have more Zelda stuff. Um But yeah, but this isn't Zelda day. This is Mario day. So, um <laughs>
1: Yeah, Mario's uh, one of those weird ones. Like you you rather play it than actually own something of it. Like Zelda, you got the sword, you got the tri shield and all that or the tri sword, the shield and all that stuff. But Mario, they he just only has a hat now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chappy. But um I know one year, uh, me and my friends we actually, you know, talk you know, some, sometimes talk about cosplay or whatever. I wouldn't really call it cosplay, but for Halloween we all dressed up as the uh the Mario Brothers, uh, you know, whatever, every character. Like, we had Mario, Luigi, Peach, Waluigi. uh, I was Yoshi. You you were a shy guy. (laughs) Could have been. Uh, And we ended up going to a party. And so we had our old crew, and we were missing a Wario, and guess who was at the party? A Wario. So it was so fucking awesome. It was like, what? we're missing uh so it was pretty cool um so i have we have done that as a halloween theme before um yeah as good as odyssey was uh i guess now we could kind of maybe just play the speculation game what, what do you think is next for mario
1: games i hate to say it <clears throat> like obviously i i've, I've you know, said stuff about Mario, or Nintendo, how they like to reuse yeah, said assets. some
0: stuff that I wish I could take back. <laughs> no, I,
1: I'm not going to take it back, because it's true. I just feel like Nintendo, at this point, realizes what it has, and I think we're just going to get an Odyssey 2.
0: I'm fine with that, though.
1: I, I think that's the next, Mar- the mainland main mainstay Mario game is Odyssey 2, just because, they've seen how popular the first one is, it's an easy sequel, let's do it.
0: I, I would welcome it with open arms. Like, it's, <clears throat> to your point, um, I like the whole, you know, travel approach. They had the whole world globe thing that you could just easily add more points or new, you know, brand new points. Um, Yeah, I'd be all for it. I think it'd be great. Unless, I don't know how coy they would be, but I wonder, because, like, going back to the movie now and try to, like, tie it together, so to speak like the the movie kind of insinuates like different worlds, right? Like you have the mushroom kingdom and you're going to have different things. I wonder if there's a possible Mario game to be more in collaborative with the
1: movie. Well, technically that's Galaxy and Odyssey.
0: yeah, kind of technically, but I guess a little bit. Well, you don't have Donkey Kong in in, in Odyssey. Oh, a so. DLC character. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 world. Um, but um yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I think I think a collaborative type of game actually would be pretty badass, now that I'm thinking about it. And then a
1: collaborative game would be Smash Bros.
0: No, not like that. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I think we've also reminisced at one point about, like, you know, uh, a Donkey Kong World type game.
1: I just want a Donkey Kong 64, too. That's all I want.
0: And exactly. So, like, you know, why not put one together with him and Mario?
1: Keep Mario out of it. Just I want Donkey Kong Mario 64, right too.
0: Mario has his spotlight for too long. He got his own <laughs> Dave, damn it. Um, I don't know. I'm just throwing out there. Me, selfishly, I would still love to see another Mario RPG, a true Mario RPG, like the uh, original in Super NES. Like Paper Mario tried to be RPG too. No, I think but, Mario
1: RPG was the RPG.
0: No, no, I know that.
1: That's what I'm saying. I would, I would, but Paper Mario was like,
0: oh, this one's might be like, double. no, no, it wasn't. So I, I would like to see that, um, that collaborative effort with Nintendo and Squeenix again.
1: So here, I'm. I'm going to tell you what I think a collaboration would look like, and I think they need to do it. I mm-hmm. think you need to give me an. Uh, what's a? called? I'll give me
0: the more rabbits.
1: That's, that's no, 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 I know no. people. I, I'm not. I wasn't like going to say that.
0: I know. I'm, I'm just saying, don't give me that anymore.
1: But what I'd what I would like to see is... What's it called? It's a Kirby game, and Kirby has like four allies with him. Give me like a Kirby-style game where Kirby somehow breaks the universe again. And he gets introduced to Mario, Donkey Kong, and... um, What's that third guy? Or fourth guy? Yeah, fuck it. Put him Boo. And we'll have Kirby, Mario, Donkey Kong, Boo. Or some other character. And they all go through four-player co-op to these different worlds that Kirby has to fix because he accidentally sucked in the wrong thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, and him and his suckage. Um, I mean,
1: He's choking on a Pop-Tart. Give him a second. <laughs> I'm choking on a
2: Pop-Tart. Um, uh, I mean, that's
0: pretty ambiguous, but I'm not against it. Um I don't know how Nintendo would be with, like, trying to splice uh, multiple their, you know, IPs together, but um, I think it's time.
1: Kirby Star Allies. That's the game that I'm thinking about.
0: I think it's time for them to get a little bit more experimental with their own IPs and have, um, not like Smash. We all love Smash, but, I mean, a non-fighting game, like, to your point, some sort of collaborative uh, adventure-type style game
1: um well technically answer. if they want to branch with smash they can do that they can show instead of fighting it's now an open world and they hand pick the characters and put them on this world and well, they to get back out
0: well remember even in smash they did have um that adventure mode right where you would kind of go through levels it was more like a side scroller but um but it was still
1: just make it open world like mario kinda and kind of
0: cool but you know
1: same concept could be applied. Um, the hand comes in, pulls them out, puts them in a new world.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But um, I don't know. I I just think at this rate, like uh, like I think it's it, it would probably be easier to do Donkey Kong and, and Mario because they obviously have history together. <laughs> they got beef. <laughs> they got beef.
1: That forty-year beef. <clears throat> no, what, what would be what? really cool if, if they did a weird collaboration and they want to kind of keep it old school? Give me a 3D version of Donkey Kong. Was it called Donkey Kong? Yeah, Donkey Kong. Where. No, um,
0: Donkey Kong 64 was 3D.
1: No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, what was the original game that had Mario in it the first time, but it was centered around Donkey Kong? Where Donkey Kong's oh, throwing it, down it, barrels. I
0: mean, yeah, yeah, it was, it was called Donkey Kong. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. Give me Donkey Kong. 3D, like that same game but in 3D where Mario's like jumping over barrels, going through different levels and Donkey Kong's still trying to get him out of his place by throwing stuff at him
0: they could turn that into a VR game where you have to jump over the barrels and fucking climb up up the ladders and so (laughs) many people are going to die playing that game (laughs) so um yeah I don't know what's next for Mario
2: but
1: he is our favorite plumber (laughs) <laughs> okay, now this is the question. I, I know the the franchise is called Mario. Yeah, I've been more, I've been more partial towards Luigi. I like Luigi better than Mario.
2: Luigi's mansion is good.
0: Yeah. It is. He's also. Um, but I'm not partial to him.
1: <laughs> like, out of both, like the brothers, I, I like Luigi better than Mario. Both statement,
0: but Luigi doesn't have his own day, although it's the last name, so I guess it's both of their days.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mario is just for the Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. That's why I purposely had both their pictures for the the topic. <laughs>
0: exactly. It's so, not just Mario Mario's day. It's Mario Mario and Mario or Luigi Mario
1: day. <laughs> yeah, Mario. It's Luigi Mario Mario Mario. Uh, but so do you think we're going to, like, obviously we're talking about games that we'd love to see. You want to see a collaboration of multiple characters in one, not like Smash Bros. Do you think we'll ever see a a true mm-hmm. game where you see Mario and Luigi play side by side, not just, like, Luigi being the idiot brother that gets captured?
0: Well, they have that in, what is it called? Mario and Luigi, like, Superstar Saga or something?
1: I think that might be one of the few I've... games I didn't play.
0: Yeah, me either. And they, But they have at least two of them they might have more
1: cuz like imagine um, like a mario odyssey where mario and luigi get separate you play as both of them coming back together again
0: i okay now that i would like to see we're talking about splicing um i together i think that's overdue i truly do think feel that um fuck cappy being the multiplayer thing G- give us luigi it, it is overdue
1: because I would love to see like Luigi or, go through Mario's shoes uh, and Mario uh, uh, go uh, through the like, Haunted Mansion and they have to go through their opposite worlds together. Or
0: Now you're thinking. I, I, was, I, I wasn't thinking that, but I'll kind of... I'm not, not really saying one-up you. Pun intended. Um, but how, how about we get a game that starts as Luigi and you know maybe save Mario this time and then you could play him. Throwing it out there.
1: Um, that'd be a one down
0: <laughs> a well you're, you're just trying to close out Luigi here
1: I'm saying split POVs where you have them go through each other's shoes and like you know they go through like a little mini fight in the beginning and the next thing is somehow they get separated and then they both have to walk in each other's shoes and they come back together again and they're like oh I miss you Mario I miss you Luigi I'm so sorry I called you stupid <laughs> you can have your mushrooms um,
0: I I think I think that is overdue though because I mean historically with the exception of one and two and three, well, Mario World Two. We haven't had it, because sixty four didn't have it. Sunshine didn't have it. I'm assuming Galaxy didn't have it. And we know Odyssey didn't have it. I mean
1: he has DLC, but you know (laughs) Let's let's be honest. Luigi's (laughs) D L C was him tied to a balloon the whole entire time. I know,
0: so it's like you know, getting the short end of the stick um, yes figure it out, give it to me, it's overdue I will make a proclamation I think Peach will get her own game soon
1: I hope not and I hate her, I want her to die off and give me Daisy
0: <laughs> I mean, we've, we've already gotten, Toad has gotten his own game I think Peach is gonna finally get one
1: I think what they need to do is just completely kill off Peach and just make, Bo- what's her name, Bowser? Is that what it is? Bowser has oh. Cappy, takes over Peach, and then Bowser and Peach do like a weird transformation. It's a real character. Look it up, but don't look it up on stream because there might be some no not-safe-for-work pitches there. But uh, <laughs> give me that and just completely obliterate Peach's thanos her from existence. She needs to be gone. She gets a lot of hate, and I don't know She's why. She's for the streets. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mario's always trying to save her, but she <laughs> always ends up in Bowser's Castle. It's so like, at this point, is she really being kidnapped, or is she taking an Uber there? Like, come on now. Taking
0: a lack of two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Toad's driving her first class. <laughs> Toad the chauffeur. <laughs> this ain't Mario Kart. <laughs> But do you, um, do you really think? Do you would you like? Okay, I know you said you you think Peach is going to get another the game, but would you actually want a Peach game? And what would Peach game? Well, Peach's I'm not game
0: be? I'm, I'm not saying I'm gonna play it. I'm just saying that I think it's going to happen.
1: I truly hope not.
0: It's overdue. It's I I I, not I, think, due I think, enough. <laughs> I think it's 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 just going to be one of those things where like you, you know, not that <clears throat> these games don't appeal to to. Women and girls now, but I think that's an avenue they haven't explored and they could capitalize on it.
1: If they were to do a female one, they should really. It should. As much as I like Daisy or Peach, uh, what's that blonde girl's name? Rosalia. Rosalia. Uh, Rosalina. Rosalina. They should make it about her because she has a bigger part to play. Like you know, she basically owns like the the hub for worlds and all that stuff. She Mm -hmm. could be, like, the one that, you know, cleans up Bowser and Mario's mess and goes through fixing galaxies and worlds. I think it'd be cool to see her point of view. I feel like she's much more interesting than Peach ever was. Unless if you want to play, like, a Game of Thrones thing, then sure, give me Peach. She's a good Cersei.
0: There you go. (laughs) But, um, I think we could see that. Um, what else? Been a while since we had a Wario game, but I don't know who's really clamoring for that. Wasn't there
1: like a um, Toad exhibition game? Or when I say exhibition, yeah, it so like... it's
0: called like Toads. Um, um, well,
1: how was it called? Um, like he was scavenged, like uh, he was like yeah, a, it, was like,
0: it was like Expedition Toad or something. Like yeah, yeah. Those Explorer are cool. Toad, Explorer Toad. I've never played them, but you know some I, people I, like them. <laughs> I think
1: I played it on the DS because basically it's like a kind of like a I find game where you're going through stuff. Taking things up, putting things together. It was a cool game. I think a lot of people like searchable games, and that might be one that they could easily make and make money off of that people can enjoy.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. What would you say, in your opinion, is the most underrated Mario game? And now this I'll expand outside main titles.
3: (sighs) Hmm.
1: I'm going to say only because I'm I'm a weird guy. And I do like Mm -hmm. Unravel, and for some reason, reason yarn-like characters really Mm -hmm. appeal to me. But Yoshi's Yarn World, or whatever it's called. he's basically, Yoshi's a yarn creature. I think that series was really cool. It had good levels, uh, an interesting, even very little story, but interesting story. And then how it's just him in in yarn and how he utilizes his strand abilities.
0: I did not play that one. Um, But I do own Omega Yarn Yoshi. (laughs) Amiibo. Um, and the mini ones, actually, because they're just so adorable. I could not help myself. Um, so I don't know that one, but, uh, the Yoshi, Yoshi Island games, uh, I, I enjoyed a lot. I know, um, a lot of people were very annoyed with the baby Mario crying. Um, and it is rightfully so. It's pretty annoying.
1: Uh, I think that's why Yoshi's, but, uh, yarn world got more love than that one because there's no baby Mario. Oh, there
0: isn't. Um, but I don't know if those were considered underrated, though.
1: I feel like I they didn't get as much appreciation as the main ones did.
0: Okay, then I'll put my vote towards that one because I thoroughly enjoyed them. At least the ones that I played. I, I I would say Yarn Yoshi is in that same category. It's just I, I I didn't get the opportunity to play that one. But I'll go Yoshi's Island as is um, most underrated.
1: So, you both picked um, Yoshi games?
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I mean, they're, they're still, you know, Mario related because I opened it up instead of just the main ones. I mean, they're, they're, I, I don't know. I guess if it, most arrows would probably point to like Mario 2 is the most underrated because it's like the one that people, dare I say, dislike the most. Because that one's like the ugly stepchild. <laughs> like, one is a classic, three people adore world people adore
1: which mario game um, did we skip out on because i know there was a mario game introduced in japan that we didn't get, it was either mario 2 or 3 and we didn't get until america many years later
0: yoshi's island is an incredible game um I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Now you're trying to throw Mario trivia at me. Because I think uh, it might
1: have been Mario 2, but it could be easily Mario 3. Cause I know one no, because
0: them... <clears throat> well, all three of them are in the U.S. Well, all three. I know, they're in the oh, U.S. Well, now, I, but I one of them
1: was delayed because it said it was too hard for Americans to play.
0: Probably was two then. Probably was two, but we still got it. However, we didn't get the lost levels for Mario 1 here until Mario All-Stars came out, and then we finally got it. So I don't know if you're thinking about that.
1: No, it 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 was so it had to be Mario 2 then because there was one where Japan had one of the games for at least one or two years before it ever came to America because they thought Americans are too stupid to play it.
0: Probably not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and, and it probably was too because <clears throat> I, I, 2 was more challenging for sure. Um, they, you still had the benefit of a couple of the uh, level skips mm-hmm. much like uh, 1, 2, and 3, they all had it. Um, part two introduced Birdo. Uh Mouser. Mouser was a really cool character. Um, it probably was two. Then I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that. Um, but yeah, um, what what do you feel is the most? How can I ask this question?
3: Overrated. I, wanna say <laughs> I...
0: no no. Well, that yeah, that would be another question. Uh, I want to say like iconic. But like
1: I'm trying to trying to frame that
0: question in a way that like
1: I I can answer both those questions here. Okay, most iconic easily has to be Mario 64 because it it basically made the new staple of how Mario games played 3D open world. Most overrated game Mario 64. Both games slam dunk,
0: huh? Damn,
1: because like Mario 64 was good,
0: really. Oh, it it no, was good, bad. but compared
1: to the other ones, bad, bad. because of the other ones, like yes, it revolutionized and we got all of these other great games because of it, but compared to all the Mario levels and all the stories and all that stuff, it's the most over-liked one in my opinion. I feel like people only like it because you got all the other stuff from it.
0: I disagree with that so uh, much. For me, fine. overrated? Um, I man, I don't know if I have an answer for that it's ah, oh man, overrated fuck man I would have to say the original <laughs> like uh or maybe all stars, even though that's the compassing of all of them, oh man I can't call any of them overrated I'm a mark I can't do that.
1: but uh, You can call it overrated. Obviously, it, if you say overrated, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. I'm just saying yeah. it's more appreciated than it should compared to the other series.
3: I
2: don't
0: know which one that would be. like, I'm,
1: I like <laughs> Mario 64, but I'll say it's overrated.
0: Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I could do that to Mario. He's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going to the iconic part, like... Uh, for me, like, I guess I'll never forget Mario 3, the big bright yellow box and then him with the raccoon um, costume on. I, that just to me, screams iconic. I don't know. Might be a dumb answer, but it's my answer, damn it. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised I they
1: haven't made costumes off of Flying Squirrel Mario or the Fireball Mario. What like but, costumes? Like, People know they love to wear onesies to bed and they like to look cute and stupid. Oh, they should make a gotcha. Flying Mario one because people, I mean, who doesn't want a tail? It's
0: true, it's true. I mean, you know, there's butt plugs for that.
1: But, yeah, I'm not um, doing that. <laughs> I would rather take a tie it on to like a, a onesie than <laughs> to do that.
0: Yeah, um, I, I know
1: you, I know how you feel about that. I know you, I seen you peek at your Pikachu tail exactly. You
0: know, it is some, what it is.
1: <laughs> some people like a tighter fit.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the tighter the better. If you could pass gas, it's not tight enough. <laughs> you gotta
1: plug the air hole. <laughs> Make sure there's a seal on that thing.
0: Uh, but um, I feel like we covered a lot of different Mario stuff. Um, do you have anything else, maybe, that uh, you wanted to bring to the topic that I might have missed?
1: I had one earlier. Hold <laughs> on. Let me, let me let me think about it. Um...
0: Re- rekindle that kindle that thought.
1: Oh, yes. I, I have one. So, it was it was related to the Mario movie. Obviously, people are looking forward to it. Do you think we're going to start seeing more shows about this? Because, obviously, you know, Sonic, um, you know, we've seen multiple shows, and now there's, you know, Sonic, Prom, and Netflix. Do you think we could p- potentially see more Mario shows come out? Now? Just trickling Mario? Well, Mario and his ex- his extended universe like a oh, luigi man. show or a peach show or a boo show yeah like i'd please. love to see boo just go around scaring people from mushroom kingdom
0: hey what up boo um maybe but i'm, I'm i don't want to say a hard no but probably not
1: you don't think they're gonna like be like oh but people love the movie let's make shows about this now and well I, cash- I,
0: I, I feel like Within uh, a week of this release, we'll probably figure out whether uh, a sequel is greenlit, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen. Uh, but shows and such, I, I, I don't know. I don't think so.
1: I feel like I if, so. if they were going to do it, this would be the time, because obviously there's multiple other franchises, like obviously like uh, Sonic Prime, Transformers being remade for the 90th time, they got uh, Ultron, and what's that stupid one? Beyblade Bakugan, whatever, that's having a show now, Digimon. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I'm just still going to say no. And the reason why I say it won't surprise me because now look what just happened with Pokemon. Netflix is having that show, right? So like, it could happen. It could happen. It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities. I'm just going to say no. Okay. But I mean, we'll see.
1: Me personally, I've, it, I'm fifty fifty on it. I don't know if it's gonna happen, but if it does happen, I would love to see extended characters get some shine, like Boo, Luigi, Bowser, like having like you know, like just like a mini series, one off shows where Bowser goes through his normal day life. What makes him grumpy, like the Grinch? <laughs> that <makes him> grumpy. <laughs> like he, he, like imagine just like Bowser doing like. Like obviously you see him as a villain, but imagine you see like a different point of Bowser where he's actually taking it carrying a Bowser Jr. like you know, doing dad things, playing catch with his son. <laughs> it's it's like a comedic thing.
0: And then Mario comes and fucks it all up. <laughs>
1: yeah. He comes over and just like bops a um Goomba in the head and then throws at uh Bowser Jr. and that's when Bowser gets pissed off that and was takes the years.
0: <laughs> you took him out <laughs> Um I mean, if I'm being brutally honest, if there is one, I don't even know if I would consume it. Like, I mean, they would really have to sell me to watch it. Like, like you know, once again, keep going back to the Pokemon one. Like, that one intrigues me, but I still don't know if I'm going to consume it. So, like, the movie I'm giddy for, right? So, um, if they do do a TV show, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
1: So, with the same level of quality from Illumination, same voice actors from the movie, and you get like a little mini-series from them, TV show-wise, you won't watch it?
0: That would be different, but that's not going to happen. Now, that is a hard no.
1: Okay, it, it definitely can happen. Chris Pratt is always down to play little stuff like that. Jack Black, 100%. Seth Rogen, that's all he does now. So, yeah, so, I mean, they easily could do that. Charlie Day, he's got nothing going on for him, so he can do it, he's that's, open.
0: That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, I nah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Right. I mean, these things take time to make. I mean, look, I mean, we we were we were uh, um, heavily uh, adoring how 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 polished it looks and how great it looks. Like, I don't think that's something they could whip up quickly. And then then well, they might get sacrificed. The quality might get sacrificed if they're trying to whip it out too fast. The
1: the thing is that if since they already have the groundwork done for the movie, that means they already have all the character models on The only thing, the only work they need to do is just script writing and um. Movement animation. Everything else is redone for them.
0: Yeah, I guess you're right. So. Um, we'll see. <laughs> Alright, well... Would you consume it? Yeah. You said That's... that, uh, yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't sincere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, if I, if it was about Peach, I would not consume it at all. Unless if it, it's like her being evil, like you, Cersei. You,
0: you, you, you want to see Bowser play catch with his children? Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah.
1: If you've seen, like, you know, I don't know, maybe Toad, you know, doing like a King Slayer on Peach, and they have like a little Game of Thrones reference show, I'll, I'll watch that. But Peach can suck it. Literally and go. figuratively.
0: Oh, hi-oh. <laughs> Not the
1: Mario day I was expecting. All right. So let's go to the next one because it's like the perfect segue because obviously Mario's influential and obviously you could see it with, you know, the movie creating a theme park and the theme park selling merchandise and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So this next one I made called Influential Media, for me, it's more centered around Scream. Uh, Obviously, we could talk more about this. So the reason why I picked this is because I haven't seen any of the Scream series until very, very recently. And the reason why I'm watching is because for some reason Scream 6 looks so good to me that I just had to watch the other ones. Um, And I kind of feel bad for judging a book by its cover. Because when I looked at Scream, I was like, oh, it's cheesy. Um, It's just a classic hack and slash horror movie. But they do it in a very creative way where it's cheesy on purpose. They're, They're purposely playing a parody on horror movies by trying to give it a horror aspect but also make it comedic at the same time. And I was pleasantly shocked, and also the story that ties in with each other is also pretty good because there's basically trilogies within trilogies, like you know, Scream one, two, and three is a trilogy. Scream one, three, and four, or Scream one, three, and five are a trilogy, and all that stuff. Like they all they have all, all interconnecting storylines. But the one thing that's crazy about this is that obviously everybody knows Ghostface. You could see it at Party City, all the costumes, people up as Ghostface all the time. But it's crazy how the murderer. In these Scream movies, Ghostface, is so easily imitated in real life. Because anybody can get this costume, anybody can basically portray this role, which is, that that's the whole parody of the movie, is that anybody can be this killer. And how it's influenced many generations of media later, and also people later, trying to commit some of these crimes.
0: I don't recall reading people trying to commit crimes wearing this regalia. I okay. mean, I'm not <clears throat> saying it hasn't been done or not being done because we all know people do dumb things and they try to replicate things of this magnitude. So, this, so I know this... it exists, but like, like, not that you really try to make it sound like it was an epidemic, but... No. I, I, I don't recall reading any material of, you know,
1: this happening. So th- this, I, it might have been like a trend that year, but mm-hmm. um, I think it might have been like 2011, 2012... It was during the same time as uh, The Dark Knight, the one with the Joker. Because okay. both Scream 4 and Batman The Dark Knight, they both mm-hmm. had people addressing both the Joker and Ghostface and assaulting people in movie theaters and trying to hurt them. I'm thankful that that doesn't happen now because that's horrible. But I mean, it was a occurrence that happened in a very specific time period.
0: Like, the Batman one is obviously extremely famous. Oh, and you the heard story. that
1: story? Well, it wasn't just one story. It was all across the U.S. People going to like movie theaters, dressing as a Joker, purposely assaulting people because they thought it was funny. They want to be, I don't know.
0: Yeah, see. but the big, the, the notorious one was, where, where was it? Was it Colorado? Now I forget where it was at.
1: Or the guy stabbed you... three people? Huh? Is it the one where he stabbed three people?
0: No, it's the one where he like killed a bunch of people with a gun.
1: Oh. Because I, I remember everywhere.
0: going to, I remember going to the theater like the next, well, not the midnight, but the next morning, and like it was just a talk with everybody. Like people were now scared to go see the movie because of fucking idiots.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. And yeah, but like this was such a long time ago now. I'm forgetting where it was. I want to say it was Colorado, but um. And then like I remember when they finally arrested the guy, like his hair dyed, like him and everything, and the guy looked fucking
1: just loony that's all it is who, yeah who,
0: who, yeah exactly mental shit and um but with that said like talking about influential media like like i said i'm pretty sure it happened with the screen stuff i just don't recall um the episodes like like you know how, how you're you're stating them um but um yeah people people always rep- i mean uh if i mean, throw in a little stuff i mean look at what like tiktok does like TikTok was, you know, the the no. the, the, cha- the challenges, like, and all the other dumb ones that that came out before TikTok, like the fucking Tide Pods. And, I'm I'm glad you and, said that, because
1: TikTok scares me, because it's gotten yeah. so bad. Go to any any Walmart, it doesn't have to be a specific Walmart, any Walmart, you'll see stupid kids doing dances and other dumb things in the aisles, doing it for a video. I'm like, why? Don't yeah. they know that most of the stuff is fixed or fake anyways? That's why the professionals do it in a closed setting? <laughs> Like yeah, him. well
0: like the 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 one that was like like I said a little bit now personal with me and I legit just learned this about like a week and a half ago is um <clears throat> the um particular Hyundai and Kia models from like two or twenty I forgot what years, twenty two thousand seven to like twenty twenty one or something. Anyways that they're stealing those cars more easily because they're, like, breaking the um, the steering wheel column and, like, plugging in, like, a USB port or something, and they're able to start the cars. Like, I had no idea about it, but apparently it's on TikTok. They're pretty much teaching people how to do it, and they're stealing these cars really, and mine falls under that category. So, you know what I had to do? I had to go old school and buy a fucking club to put on my fucking steering wheel. Because there's no, there's like, I mean, there is a solution for it. Like Hyundai's brought out one where like, uh, it's like Bluetooth and you have your phone and it's like, they, you pretty much install a remote starter. So your car, you would have to hit the button and turn the key at the same time in order to start your car, which is like bizarre to me. But I wouldn't, I didn't want to go that route. Cause like, okay, if you have that great, but that's not going to detour someone from breaking into your car, open up your steering wheel column, trying to do it only not to be successful because you have that technology. But now your stairwell column's fucked up. They probably jacked it up. Now you have to get it repaired. They don't have the parts available because this is happening like all over the fucking place. Anyway, influential media. Yes, TikTok is no bueno.
1: <laughs> yeah. Did, well, did you see the recent, I think it was like maybe like four months ago, but there was this guy that was posting video. He was like, he was like a locksmith and he was just trying to do a you know, tell people, mm-hmm. but apparently he got too good at explaining how his, how locksmithing works. And mm-hmm. there's a certain lock, I can't remember what it's called, um, but they had to pull all his video downs or and any uh, video-related, like, you know, Stitch videos, because mm-hmm. people were actually breaking into houses because of how easy it was to pick locks. Mm-hmm. And so they had to completely remove them. People had, you know, if they had that specific brand, they actually had to, re- they did a recall on that, because they, uh, you know, they, they realized how easy they were to break in.
0: Wow. Yeah, it, I mean, like... It, it was one of those
1: electronic locks, that I should mention that.
0: Oh, okay, electronic ones.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: As like um, you know, as negative impact this stuff is, like, it's also very also very interesting, you know, and how dynamic it is, like, you know, the sharing of information and um mm. it's 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 also scary. Like I mean, like, you know, the example you shared and the one I gave, like like it's obviously nefarious stuff. And Ah man, I don't know. Like you, you just hear certain people say like social media is going to be the downfall of humanity, and and it it very might well be.
1: <laughs> so like going back to this, and and mm-hmm. because I, I, there's also another side I want to bring up too. Yep. Um, you know, have you seen Scrim at all? Never. You never. Okay, so if you have Paramount Plus, you can watch all of them right now. I don't. It's actually surprising. Well, you don't have to, but I'm just saying it's 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 better than I thought it was. Like I said, I judged it before I watched it, and I was pleasantly surprised. But um, even though when I watch it, I consume it as a comedy because it made me laugh many many times, especially during the killing mm-hmm. scenes.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But the thing that terrifies me about that movie is how easy it is to replicate those actions. Like it's mm-hmm. the most realistic serial killer in any movie. Mm-hmm.
2: Try to
0: think if I could come up with a different one, but um I mean I get it because it's like very simplistic, right? Yeah. Um and and it's not it's not a horror movie in the sense of like supernatural, right? It's it's a serial killer. Like, you know, you got the Freddy Cougars of the world and the Hellraiser. Like that's supernatural. Chucky, that's supernatural. This, to your point, can be influenced and can be replicated. Um I mean, dare I make this, it's not really an apples-apples comparison, but in some capacity it's really no different than these mass shootings, right? Like, like it started, and now idiots do it because, I'm not saying they do it because of other people have done it, but, you know, it's never stopped, right? It hasn't stopped anybody. If anything, it, it has um, created more monsters in the world, so to speak. Um... Yeah, I don't know what another, like, what would be a good comp for this? I mean, I do have one. The um, the recent Netflix, I think it was Netflix, of um, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> that, dude, I that, mean, that, that, that one was scary. Kind of influential. Inspired,
3: huh?
1: That one yeah. was influential in a really bad way. Like, people yeah. would dress up as Dahmer in high school and pretend to be him. Yeah, like, do like dance like, move mannerisms and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, like like that. Uh, um, that influenced people. I mean, hell, even the 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 Joker movie. I mean, not, you know, the recent one though, with Joaquin Phoenix uh, influenced people as well. I mean, that I one guess, I didn't hear. What, though. Huh?
1: You said people were actually influenced by his Joker. Yeah, I believe so. What did they do? Because so. for some reason, I never heard of it.
0: I mean, just similar things. Just you know, huh. I mean, a lot of people. Gravitated just to the Joker character itself, not necessarily because of that movie, but because of the movie, it just reinvigorated you know a flock of people. Um, trying to think of what else. So, we got the Jeffrey Dahmer Joker. I know I'm probably missing a good one, but um, just can't think right now, unless you have another one.
1: So, I actually do. There's, there's, you know, obviously, I was talking about the bad influential media, yes. I also want to talk about good because recently, obviously, um, there, I've seen something come across my timeline for uh, Grant Imahara. He was one of the MythBusters. He passed away unfortunately a while ago, but uh, MythBusters show it was huge. It was a huge show, mm-hmm. and because of the influence that show had, it got a lot of people, me included, and more curious into like science, engineering, robotics, and all that stuff. So it's cool how there's like obviously there's bad, but there's also good media out there that pushes people to like, you know, just try new things, explore science or how to build just simple fireworks and all that stuff. That's or true. Test things I that mean, they
0: normally would. Yeah, they're, they're they're definitely, um, you know, like you said, we're focusing on a lot of the negative, but um yeah, there's definitely a lot of uh, educational material, right? Um that um that you could get through any social media avenue. Um in 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 the regard to like most influential, uh, I'm trying to think of what was a really big positive influential thing.
1: I, I will say, if we're talking about a certain age group in a certain time period, Blue's Clues. Uh-huh. I I know me <laughs> and many other kids dressed as Steve. We all had our notebooks. We're all taking notes. Oh, you did not dress as
0: Steve. I did, and uh, I had
1: pictures somewhere. I my me and my cousin were huge into Blue's Clues. We had a thinking even a real life thinking chair. And we had our notebook, and we were we were Steve from Blue's Clues.
0: I mean that, that's that's a very nice, uh, wholesome uh, uh, example. I was trying to think of something more current, like you know because you know we did slightly focus on TikTok. Like I'm trying to think of something that uh, I could recollect that was good from that. I will give. It on what side of the fence you're on. I'll give you a good one. Uh that was kind of recent, like the whole uh gamestop a m c thing for people to to make money off of oh, that Twitter didn't make money, yeah, yeah, that social media um reddit I guess was big on that too, <clears throat> that community coming together to um if I may coin it this way, cheat the system, much like the millionaires and billionaires fucking do anyway, I thought was fantastic, uh but thanks. To the Robin Hoods of the world, they fucked it up for people. Um, so things like that could be good. Um, I just know, like, like the educational stuff is always good stuff. But I'm trying to think of like other, like, potential movements of some capacity.
1: Did you watch the GameStop movie? No, it's called The Big Squeeze. It's about the people no. that were seeing that these uh, brokerage farms were purposely squeezing GameStop and certain companies dry, and that's why they leaked it, and then that's why the whole stock market blew up, because these people leaked what these brokerage farms were doing? No. no. Uh, I recommend is, it, it.
0: Is, it, is it like a doc or like a movie, a movie-movie, it, like it's... loosely based on true events or what have you?
1: It's a it's a drama docu series. So it's a it's an actual docu uh, documentary about the people. They're talking, and then the, obviously they also have actors that are recreating the scenes and all that stuff. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, it's called the Big okay, Squeeze. Okay, so one of those. Yeah.
0: Okay, interesting. That does sound interesting.
1: It's actually pretty good. Uh, I watched it because they're you know they're talking about like you know going through Reddit, going through the forums, and then yeah. you know posting it like you know um what was it they have made like a Twitter account called uh, the Short Kings. You know, <laughs> you know about like stock shorts and all that stuff, and how to buy. Mm-hmm. And then they also went on to other things like TikTok or not TikTok, um, Facebook and that all that stuff. Before.
0: Well, no, I think t- was TikTok here then. No, oh, it was, but TikTok. I, these, I, these I these said changes. TikTok, but it wasn't TikTok. It was another. It social wasn't media platform. Okay. It was. It was buying, right?
1: No, no, it, it was just weird how they they. It was just like four or five guys had seen this and then they were obviously spreading it through as many groups as poss- as as they possibly could and then eventually because of those messages and they seen how accurate it was it just kept spreading like wildfire wildfire to cause what we seen here That was really yeah. cool
0: yeah and and it was like i mean when it was happening like i was uh i was happy for all that stuff like that movement it just sucked that uh you know they were they were frozen a lot of people couldn't cash out that was yeah. that was the that was the part that pissed me off
1: but because of that reason, so many people that were not into stocks and trading before got into stocks and trading because of that massive, just quick spurt movement to get them mm-hmm. invested into other things. Because they realized how easy it is to gain money if you know what you're betting on. Because it's edu- basically stocks is educational betting, and that's what you do. You just learn your companies, you learn what's doing, you're looking for announcements, and you just put your money on it.
0: Eh, it's not that simple, but <laughs>
1: well, I mean, most of the time it is. You look like, for example, I, when I do stocks, I do tech companies because I always look to see what you know. Like, for example, Nvidia or AMD. I see what they're putting out. I look at their announcement dates, and I'm like, oh, their announcement dates are separate. This one has a pretty big lead. I will put some money on that. Usually, it goes up. And yeah, then you you, you,
0: you base out. you base your buying and selling off trends, which which is smart. But but like you make it sound easy and smart because you know. Yeah, but, that, but that's what I'm saying. You can
1: to... educate yourself on the companies you're investing in to understand when they will potentially have a rise. Correct.
0: Yeah, but it, like I mean, it's not that simple. Well, <laughs> For I'm most saying, people, it's not that simple. Well, I'm just saying, I'm not compared
1: saying... to like anything else, it's educated gambling. You can you can better control your outcome than you can with sports. Uh huh.
0: Um.
1: But
2: yes,
0: influential media. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know, I just, I got, like, no fucking good examples of, like, re- like really good movements or something of that magnitude. Um, it doesn't
1: necessarily have to be but, good, because, like, obviously we've seen multiple trends. are already like,
0: talking about all the negative stuff, so I don't well, want to stay in a negative. Well, it
1: doesn't have know. to be negative. Like, look at Game of Thrones, for example. Like, it's not negative. It's a very neutral trend that that influenced real life, where they created you know, cookies, cash they created cash. alcohol, they created basic food, you know, like, Buffalo Wild Wings has stuff for uh, Game of Thrones, like they named. I I forgot what they named. I think they named like a hot sauce after them for a little while. (laughs) It's just weird how like trendy series can.
0: Time only.
1: Yeah, like how trendy series can quickly become like in the market for a while, and that's all you see in your culture, and then something else gravitates and takes over that culture trend. Yeah. Like Breaking Bad, for example. Everybody wanted to be a crackhead for a while.
0: (laughs) Not me. No, no, I, I mean, I, I'm following you. Like, um, I mean, even, like, we'll eventually talk about again. Like, even The Last of Us, like, you know, that's that's pretty influential, too. Everybody wants to start talking about zombie apocalypses and stuff like that.
1: No, they don't want to talk about zombie apocalypses. They want to talk about funguses. Well, yeah. That's a yeah, difference, because right. the, no, people have no, like, been talking about zombies for a while. This is an actual realistic threat that could potentially happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um trying to think of
0: another good one
1: hmm. <clears throat> it doesn't have to be, okay what's something that you've watched that you've seen like that caught when obviously world of warcraft could be one of them that you know it was the game that started off kind of low then eventually a celebrity started to get into it like mr t and all that stuff Then you start seeing conventions and then also um what's it called uh parody stuff like in South Park and then branching into other stuff like Dungeons and Dragons and other collaborations like that.
0: Mhm. know. Uh, I just can't think right now.
1: That's fine. I know it was one of those last minute things but I was thinking about like how it's weird that we consume all sorts of media and it just becomes you know this fictional thing becomes a reality because like look at Mario for example, it started off as a video game, now it's a whole franchise. Uh, you got a theme park in Orlando or California and people can actually go see people dressed up as Mario. And you can ride these rides and all that stuff.
0: And, 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 and you know, porn parodies, you know, that's it's my favorite.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got those too. I, I, I love how the, <laughs> I, I love how that industry is quicker on these parodies than any other ones. Like if there's a game that comes yeah. out and people seem to be attracted to those characters next day, there's going to be a video about that. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> They're the quickest ones to react on any trend. <laughs> sometimes we're ahead of it <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh. yeah it's just it's just weird like when you think like obviously it's it's one of those things everybody knows, but nobody really thinks about like how quickly something can go from something small to being massive, like pokemon it's worldwide it's basically resident evil, and they they want to track your sleep, they want to make you go to amusement parks, they have you collecting balls. <laughs> Uh, Pokey, that is. <laughs> uh they want they well Pokemon though is also another good influence though.
0: Oh, huge!
1: But I, I say mean... I, I, I say this for two reasons. Obviously, Pokemon Go makes you want to be more active, get, get out more. But two, Pokemon myself, it kind of got me more interested in animals because obviously Pokemon, what are they? They're pretty much animals. Oh, they got
0: into Beastie Alley too, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, but like it got me like you know when I look at my cat and my dog or whatever, I'm, I'm just like. If, if, you could potentially have like Thunderbolt, <laughs> or I mean, basically, cats come default with the move Claw, or Scratch, or yep. Bite, so and Tail Whip, and Tail Whip. So they're basically <laughs> and, Pokemon, and and then they leer, they growl.
0: <laughs> Sometimes they get, they do Helping Hand.
1: <laughs> I don't know what you're into, but okay. But it's just <laughs> funny, like because of Pokemon, I you know. I'm like, oh man, I really like these Pokemon, but then I'm like, wait a minute, these Pokemon are just animals. I'm like, I should have the same respect for these animals in real life because they are versions of Pokemon. Yeah,
0: that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I, we talked about it a little bit earlier. We talked about influential, like, uh, you know, wrestling is huge. Like, w, even though I don't follow WWE anymore, but WrestleMania is right around the corner, and that has a global reach, and they have celebrities involvement, um, and um, you know every time a world uh, uh you know a, um, a sport uh you know ushers a new champion they give him a belt like they they're pretty influential too wrestling. They're not my the company anymore but you know
1: i mean all sorts of wrestling is influential in my opinion it's too influential like i remember the days where people were trying to represent the chain gang not realizing that it's not john, john cena that means you're mm-hmm. in a prison gang <laughs> mm-hmm. and then i you mean know...
0: and, and, and not even like just that type of influence but like um I mean, me personally, like, you know, I'm not super fucking ripped or, or, or stocked, but like, you know, it drives me to work out. Like usually Wednesdays are my workout days. Fucking watch wrestling. I get hyped and I start working out. So like, you know, the next thing you know, know, leads to
1: steroids and all that stuff. Yep. Yep.
0: (laughs) Ball shrink, you know, but, uh, like this is, I have this acne for reasons because of steroids.
1: (laughs) I mean, you do take steroids. I mean, anybody with inhaler takes steroids. That's That's very true. It's very true,
0: um, but yeah, I mean, uh, like it's—I mean—that's kind of really all I got to bring to the table on that one.
1: Dude, wrestling is—I oh, I, when I was into it, and when I, my cousin was into it, and people around my age range were into it. I didn't really like—you know—how wrestling. You look at as just a source of entertainment. Sometimes they got to be careful with how big their influence is. Because I remember it had me and other kids trying to do the STFU in school um what was it which we tried to make uh stone cold steve austin and uh, oh yeah what's that's his name the boogeyman school. eating worms
0: yeah i mean that's why they i don't know if it was <clears> that <throat> that exact same time you're talking about but maybe even a little bit before that they had to start adding the disclaimer before every show do not try this at home um because of that reason people people get dumb and,
1: I, I remember that there's a kid in my school that liked the boogeyman so much. Same thing with uh, what's his name, Rafiki, the guy that Rash, was Rafiki. Yeah, he was oh, Rafiki. Rafiki, the big guy that would lay yeah, on you and hump you. Um, no, no,
0: he would he would put his ass in your face.
1: Yeah, there was a kid Pink that mimicked face. that guy in real in in school. He ate worms, pretend he was the boogeyman, and then he would like spear somebody and put his. He would just do weird things.
0: It's a cause for expulsion if you, guys <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, I'm not the principal.
1: But that's what you get when you go to public school. <laughs> that's very true. Very true.
0: A lot of special people. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, no. I mean, wrestling's impact is huge. I mean, their influence is—it's up there for sure.
1: It's weird how wrestling is influential in an opposite way that other stuff is. Like when you look at Mario, you're thinking about merchandise influence. When you look at wrestling, you look at real-life action influences, and then... Well,
0: no, that's actually, that's a, that's both roads, because... I, mean, I haven't actually, seen like, anybody what throw what
1: Cappy what? in real life. What? <laughs> what? I haven't seen anybody try to throw Cappy in real life to take over someone.
0: <laughs> I, you just, you don't get out
1: much. Probably. What, what
0: do you think i do? Hey, there's a deer (laughs) over there.
1: No, imagine that's how you like get like you know you you find a girl that's attractive and you're like oh I want to make my girlfriend. You take Cappy off, like get him. Or no, you throw your Pokeball at him. You're like I'm gonna capture you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be the way. I got lots of them. I'll use the love ball.
1: (laughs) I I need to get the love ball just for that reason. I'm like I just toss it there. I'm like hey catch, and she catches. Like what is my love ball? Uh,
0: but yeah, I'm trying to think of like anything else. I mean, I mean, sp- sports is obviously huge. You know, um, I mean, fuck the NFL. Like, it's not my favorite sport, but the NFL is just redonkulous. Um, what other media is are pretty damn up there and scary up there? Hmm.
1: I would say Disney.
0: Disney. I, I was going to say <clears throat> that earlier as well. I mean, Disney is. Obviously, fucking massive. It's a con- conglomerate. Um, so let
1: let me say this about Disney because it has a weird influence on people because it's been around for so long. I think it's been over a hundred years, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, they've influenced the whole world that it's okay to dress as like a princess and all that stuff and not be weird. But like if you dress up as like an anime character, they're like, oh, that's weird. It's like, what's the difference? It's like they're both the same thing. You're dressing up as a fictional character, and they even have a theme park for Disney where you can be a Disney princess or a prince or dress up as one of these animated characters, and everybody. Everybody looks at like as, as like accept, normal, though.
0: Yeah, every, yeah. I mean, because it's all boiled down to acceptance. I mean, the princess thing, it doesn't have to be a Disney princess. Like...
1: Oh, dude, I've seen a lot it, of girls...
0: The ideology of just the term princess has been around... For human existence.
1: No, I've seen people that take the whole Disney, like princess, like ideology to extremes. They got to have all the plushies, all the characters. They sing and dance in high pitched voices, like there's like some kind of fictional character. I'm like, that's creepy. If this was somebody that was dressing up as an anime, you Um, would condemn that guy to a mental ward. You're just as bad. I'm getting turned on. (laughs) <laughs> no, like I I know some people that are like hardcore into Disney, and it's it's like it's freaky. Like, well, I
0: mean, to, to your point, I mean, this, the, the same thing happens with with anime, right? Like, I mean, there's there's the girls that do their makeup with so, like, and like you know, crazy ass shit. You know, they'll wear the corsets for so long, so their waists are fucking so thin, and their ass and tits are ginormous, even though they're only B B size cups. But you know because their waist is like this?
1: I I mean, obviously there's extremes to both, but it's just funny how Disney's influence has become so wide that that kind of fanatic is acceptable while the other kind of fanatic, even though it's the same difference, Mm -hmm. is found upon. You know what I mean? Like, that's how big Disney's influence is. They They could turn something crazy into normalcy.
2: I guess...
1: <laughs> Come on, you can't tell me I, that you haven't I seen mean, a fa- Disney fanatics at Disneyland or Disney World.
0: I don't. I've, I, it's been eons since I've been to land, and I've never been to world. Like I, I, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I know it exists because you know, they both exist. And and how you're saying this one gets frowned upon and this one's accepted. I mean, just it is what it is. I, I think I, there's
1: well, yeah. I'm not saying that I'm going to change it because honestly, both <laughs> should be frowned upon. But. um it's just weird that the Disney's level of influence is able to change public opinion. That's yeah. what's terrifying to me is that they have yeah. are so influential they could do that to people.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, look at how uh, shitty they treat their employees. But no one bats an eye because people love them and it's acceptable.
1: Well, when your slave master is Mickey Mouse, you can't say you know you can't be angry. can say no.
0: <laughs> you don't, don't... No, it doesn't exist in this world.
1: And when he sticks his dog Pluto on you, you just like, I want to pet him, but I'm going to die. <laughs>
0: exactly. So, and then when he
1: sticks Goofy on you, you better be scared. He's going to do some freaky things with you.
0: Oh, you're going to end up all Goofy. <laughs> you're going to be walking
1: Goofy. <laughs> you're going to be walking Goofy. Oh, yuck.
0: <laughs> yuck. Yuck, yuck. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of other good comps. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously, comic books has been huge over the years.
1: Oh, that's a scary one too. Well, I guess this goes back to Disney since Disney took over Marvel. Yeah, dude, you know, because I have family members that are younger and all that stuff. They're huge into Marvel, and obviously, it's it's okay to like things. Like, I like Pokemon. I like all this other stuff that's considered childish. But you got to have a healthy distance of both. You you can like it, but don't get too fanatical about it. These kids, they think Marvel's real. And that's scary to me, that they're trying to be like Thor and Iron Man in real life.
3: But they're kids. No, there's
1: a difference between being a kid and having fun and playing around, and then actually truly, like, when I say say uh... kids, I'm talking about being a 12 to 13 year old, believing this. Like, when you're 5 and 8, that's cool, dress up, do whatever you want, but when you're a little older than that, like 10, 13, 14 years old, and you still think Iron Man is real, there's an issue. I'll agree if it's that age, yes. Um Or kids doing the Fortnite dance in real life thinking it's cool. Like I remember if if I did like the gritty in real life like ten years ago, I would have got laughed at now people think it's cool.
0: That's it's it's a dance. <laughs> no, I'm I'm
1: just saying like because uh, well, you're assuming that I'm judging it. I'm not. I'm just saying because of the influence <laughs> you're judging that. I'm I'm saying because of influence and culture of current things, like people things that were not acceptable, like the gritty um that would have gotten you laughed at insanely as now like the most popular thing in the world yeah
0: or no, like dabbing i'm with, with you yeah. i mean but that uh, when i think about those things though be and, and not trying to really separate myself once again to like your age my age but like but some of it is just that that age or i mean it's not like a whole generation but it's that separation like you know feeling like the old man yelling at the call like gosh oh, it's stupid but slightly to your point the kids love it they think it's great it's what's in it's
1: what's cool we don't think it's cool no we think it's dumb no the, no but, but I, the, I get what you're saying but that's not what i'm saying when we thought we were cool we weren't imitating we weren't doing that in the public we just did it ourselves
0: that's not true i used to do the dx chop all the time in fucking grade school
1: well you're weird <laughs> God, where was those
0: other people doing it too? We'd be like, suck it, and then we get yelled at by a teacher. Do you know what you're saying? Suck, <laughs>
1: okay. and then we get in trouble. No, but I feel like I, I obviously we it's like
0: it's like the like uh, South Park. Oh, yeah. I used to I used to go run around and call my brother a dildo. <laughs> I mean, okay, and, and then and then my mom like, do you realize what you're saying? Like, no. She, did, she still, at that age, still didn't explain it to me, but I still started calling them a dildo until I think I probably got slapped in the face. Well, yes. But,
1: obviously, kids do stupid things. So I've done it the all the time. time.
0: So, 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 to my point is, like, I do recall doing stupid things like that at those ages. So, the influential media <clears throat> does invoke that.
1: Well, yes. I. But I think what I'm saying is, I think they've taken it to another level where now it wasn't just... Like almost everybody, I I
0: can't co-sign that because once again, we live in a different age now versus then. Like, so social media is fucking the catalyst. Yeah. Like, like, could you imagine being their age, where it's at now?
1: Like, I I, technically, I I, I am. I
0: I am scared with that thought process myself.
1: Well, technically, I I'm in that gap generation where I can relate to yours, but I could also relate to theirs because I grew up. At the same time where internet wasn't wrong, but I was also young enough where I could accept internet very easily. So I do understand both. I was just lucky enough to be grounded by people that were like, eh, don't do that. (laughs) Like, okay, so one thing, for example, is when you play online, obviously this is online. Like I said, kids do stupid things, but
3: Mm
1: -hmm. stupid things we did were just very minor, mischievous, whatever. If you hear kids online now, they say the wildest things you've ever heard in your life. Oh, I know. And I'm like, where are your parents?
0: But but to that point, if I was their age and doing what they're doing now, I can't say I would be any better than them. I really can't. Like, I would probably do, say, a lot of dumb shit that would now come creep up to you in the future and bite you on the ass. And now you have, like, a fucking criminal record just for something you did on a stream. I I mean I'm just being you know that like thank God I'm more mature and adult now as I'm doing this because I know what not to say and do. I
1: mean, we see um, you streaming porn on your channel, so.
0: Well, you know, like, now they're gonna go look for it, but um, but, but but no, seriously, like I I I I would probably be in the same boat as all these dumb kids. Uh, that's all I'm saying. If you if you went, bless your soul.
1: I don't mom think you would.
0: Great, your your mom did a great job raising you.
1: <laughs> I don't think you would. I, I I think you'd be just average level dumb, just like we all were. But I don't think you're gonna be like. <laughs> I I don't want to say because it it's so wild. But like I hear little kids talking to like girls or okay. adults and call them like just the most racial sexist things I've ever heard. Like okay,
0: the, the the racial stuff was never my vocabulary. Like. Or, or you know, I've heard to your point. I've heard some of these things, and th- yeah, like they need to get a fucking backhand in the face. I agree with you. And a lot of those things w- were not in my vocabulary back then. <clears throat> I agree with you there. But would I have said a lot of dumb fucking shit to to, to the point I just made? Like I used to run around, call my brother a dildo. I didn't know what the fucking meant. So that would probably be something I'd be doing. But, but that's that's, that's
1: average mean. level of kid stupidity right there. I'm saying, like, going extreme.
0: But but also what I'm saying, and I I, dare I I make this correlation, but if you don't know the definition of a word, and we could even bring things to light like the N-word, kids are going to say dumb shit without knowing the origin of their meaning. It doesn't make it right. What I'm saying is they do and say dumb shit.
1: My, well, maybe I put... Maybe I think kids are more intelligent than I think you assume they are, because I think because of how accessible information is, I think they know what they're saying. They purposely know that if they say this; they're going to get under your skin. Because, like when when they say certain phrases, they're you're, very you're, creative you're, on their saying.
0: You're probably not wrong with that, and I agree with that because, like you said, the accessibility of information. Um, I mean, it's hard for me to to, to not say that. I, I'm I'm still gonna. Not necessarily side with them to make it right, but like I don't think they're really doing the homework per se to fully understand what it is.
1: They just know it's bad, and they know if they say it, they're going to make you angry. Well, that, and that that, <laughs> that 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 part's true too. Um, like th- there's this one kid I was, uh, well, I wasn't talking to. He just happened to be in our lobby, and the guy I was playing with, you know, he he has a wife and kid and all that stuff. And they, the kid happened over here. His wife speak on the microphone by accident. And he told the guy, he was like, Yo, bring your wife on the line so I can sweet talk her away from you so I can and then and then he says something way more wild like, Oh, also make sure she comes over here so I can F the brains out of her later. I'm like, What? This little kid trying to steal this guy's wife and the guy just then obviously the the the, the more mature thing the guy should have did was just mute the kid right there. Mm-hmm. He was fighting with this I'm I don't yeah, know how old this kid was.
0: That, that that's that shit's just stupid. Like me? See now that's the maturity thing, like I would have just laughed my ass off and just to your point prime mute. Like I I obviously I think it's funny, but there's no credence to that whatsoever. So why the fuck are you getting pissed off? Like that's just that's just dumb pissing off dumber. <laughs> Seriously. That's exactly what that is.
1: But that's also the scary thing is that some of these older people that are also still dumb will do really bad things and try like obviously there's people like that, that like to uh you know check IP addresses and locations and all that stuff. That, now
0: that part, now that, no, no, you're not, now you're going down that, that, that dark alley and, but you're a hundred percent correct. They're, if you piss off, even online, the, uh, the wrong person. Yeah, they could do that, but that's something that a kid's not going to think about or realize, right? Like, uh, and God forbid those repercussions are just that like a fucking life. But, um, but yeah, when we like, look at the, what are they called? the, the those raids that they do on fucking streamers? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Like there's so many dumb things that people do, which is, you know, not thankful a felony and all
1: that shit. But Well, it was always a felony. They just got better at tracking it. Yeah, exactly. But, um, um,
0: yeah, it's it's just, I don't know.
1: Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, I was laughing at uh, Chad. uh Myth is in here. He is like, oh, not my IP. It's for the losers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, oh, mine's a secret one.
1: But no, it, it's just weird how you like you know going back to like TikTok and just seeing mm-hmm. actions. I feel mm-hmm. like, like you said, you know, every generation does stupid things. I just feel yeah. like for some reason it seems more extreme now than it ever has before.
0: So it's fun. You know what? This kind of makes me realize now, and 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 maybe it does exist because I'm I'm not in school anymore. But mm. part of me believes that if it doesn't exist, it should. Like they should actually have a class now for not even high schoolers, I guess even like fucking junior high grade schoolers to teach them about these things. Like,
1: Well, um... unfortunately, and this is where it's going to come, I guess, somewhat political, we should probably move on soon, but Mm -hmm. I I really, I mean, obviously maybe have some kind of thing, but I feel like the problem is it shouldn't be the school's responsibility, it should be the parents' responsibility. I know not everybody has that same luxury. I know there's a lot of bad parents out there, but I feel like if people come to rely on a school is that's where indoctrination can happen people can mislead people and other things like that so
0: I 200% agree with you I do but um this might not be an apples apples comparison but like when I go think back to my courses in school and stuff like I I I in hindsight go back and say like well fuck I wish they had a class that uh taught us about like uh, safety is online, bank
1: account, huh? Oh, I was saying the safety is online. Like, we can no, see no, no, this online, like a... didn't
0: fucking really I know, but I'm saying now. What I'm saying is the comparison I'm trying to make here is back then. I wish they had things that taught you about like you know bank accounts, mortgages, you know uh, interest rates, all that shit, stocks, and it didn't.
1: Well, can I ask you something real quick before we transition to something else? Have you? So maybe it was my time, but have you okay. ever had a bank come to your school and teach you about investing? No, because for me, I actually had a you know, and maybe because you know, like I said, I went to public school for my younger life from K through I think second or third grade. I went to uh, private school, um, and there was actually a bank. It was I can say it because I'm not with them right now, but there was a bank called Marquette Bank because of the area I lived in. Um, they actually came and taught you about putting like they'll say take get a dollar 50 for the next day give it to us we're going to open an account for you and keep that dollar 50 there it's going to build interest over time obviously a dollar 50 interest is very little but they're like if you keep putting money away and you put it in the bank it's going to keep adding onto itself if you don't take it out and they're mm-hmm. like then they were like they then they gave you like a little um what's it called it's kind of like a little sheet but you can put quarters in there and they're like every day put a quarter in the sheet until the sheet's fill and then turn to the bank that's that's mm-hmm. savings
0: yeah, no, no, we didn't have anything like that. Like, uh, I know Even back then and probably even now like, you know <clears throat> Some schools do like sex ed. I never had sex ed in fucking school ever Well, let's be um, honest
1: sex ed is very stupid because most of the stuff we know beforehand They teach you like the very basics and when sex ed does happen in school. Most people most of the kids laugh Yeah, I know but I'm just like
0: throwing it out there like, you know, it's it's funny what curriculum existed It's one point in to now, but anyways, full circle, like, I, I feel like something like that should exist, um, you know, is it gonna cause a deterrence? No, but I feel like, um, some sort of level of education would be great. Yeah. That's with me.
1: Meth <laughs> says, uh, hot the grid, you're good at whooping. <laughs> like, doing a bad action, you oh. get that. Um, yeah. But Actually, yes. I was, I, was,
0: I was hit as a child.
1: <laughs> I was too. But, uh, you know, I, yeah, I, I did go to private school. I went to a Catholic school. Should I say the name? I'm not there. Now. It's your call, man. It's
0: our podcast. If you want to, you don't have to. But... Well,
1: I went. I went to two Catholic schools, I mean, and then I went to a public school.
0: I think people understand the difference between going to a public school, private school, Catholic school. Like, no, there's people that
1: oh, yeah. people. There's a lot of people that think private school is homeschooling.
0: I could see people making that correlation, but
1: it's not the same. Well, I know, but that's why I'm saying, you know. Like there's like charter yeah. schools, and then there's Catholics private schools
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, 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 speaking of which i one thing obviously we're kind of going off a of weird uh, this is off influence, but uh, yeah. uh do they teach kids cursive anymore
0: uh i last I heard no, and I remember we talked about I don't know if it was on a pod or uh, or if was if it was one of our post pod conversations, I forgot when I heard no. Because you know, they pretty much work on computers and shit now all the time for all their curriculum. So I heard that was like uh like it's almost like a dead art now. So I'm I'm glad I'm able to do cursive.
1: I, I think this is a difference between like private schools and public schools. As I know public schools don't, but I know that there's private schools like these Catholic schools that go to that still teach it. Like when I was younger, they were teaching me cursive and uh, first grade. I don't
0: have a pen. I was gonna rank cursive because uh I think, we're because we're having a conversation, and I was like, yeah, I, th- I feel like my cursive is pretty good.
1: My cursive is bad because I have a practice, yeah. and, and see, this is my problem. I wish I was smarter as a kid, which obviously no kid is, but I should have appreciated what I had in the private school. I got out of private school because it was too strict for me, and that's why I went to public school, but, and, and you know, in private school, when they were teaching me cursive in first grade, if you didn't do cursive, the teacher would get a rule and slap you on the hand, and... Do it until you learned how to do cursive and still stayed doing cursive. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't I like know, that. So, public school was it first
0: grade, man. That's that's tough. I don't try to remember what year they started um, teaching us cursive. It was not first grade. I want to say, damn, was it all the way to maybe like fourth or fifth grade? I don't remember.
1: But I can tell you this: once I transferred out of the not private school, that
0: much I do know.
1: After I transferred out of private school in the third grade, when going to public school, I never seen Christopher again.
0: That is interesting because I I learned it in public in a public school
1: because I know public school is it, it, it's completely gone from the thing, but I know private schools still do it. Interesting, but it was just weird. Like I I'm I remember like having such a tough time with the private school because like they were teaching advanced things. I just mm-hmm. wasn't ready for that. Like like I said, first grade, if you didn't do cursive and you were trying to go back to writing, they would mm-hmm. slap you on the wrist with a ruler just so you knew that you can't do that.
0: I remember my freshman year, um, I had a, a period of word processing and all it was was typing. So it shows you, you know, just how, how quickly things change.
1: Yeah. It's just an interesting thing. But uh, do you want to move on to topic number three? Yeah, sure, let's do it. Alright. So <laughs> going to the light and dark side of competition. So I know earlier we we're talking about how I've been getting to competitive where I want to climb ranked, I bought a controller for it. Mm-hmm. Um and with this, obviously I've been watching more competitive stuff with like Call of Duty Major Brackets going on right now. Um but then also at the same time, you know, the day one rage just happened for Destiny and there's been a guy called Salt Greppo. He has been um in the last three raids, the world first raids, he was he came in first place and his whole team came in first place. But because of that, because he was the winner, and you know, this mentality everybody wants to see the champion fall. But I feel like that mentality has gotten so bad that people try to get the champion to fall that they perp- like purposefully, you know, attack them, insult them, try to get them hit offline, attack their personal life. And I'm like, that's kinda going too far now. Yeah, um, Yeah, I mean
0: that's uh, it's just a shitty world we live in, man. Like, um,
1: and obviously this isn't just for gaming. Like, you know, if you go to like basketball, like if you watch the Last Dance, Michael Jordan said, well, during his championship games in the playoffs, he ordered pizza, people poisoned his pizza, and he got food poisoning, and people that ate that got food poisoning as well, and he still played a game while being yeah. sick.
0: Yeah, it's it's yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, man, it's 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 scary. It's shitty, and then. Um, um man i don't know what to say i mean like like even those that do get caught and get reprimanded like it, it's not going to stop i mean we just talked about influential media and how you know killers and stuff you know like it, it's never gonna stop There, there's always stupid people in the world and unfortunately there's more of them than, than uh than we think um man i don't, I don't know i don't know where to go with this it's just it's just it's just disheartening and it's I'm just hoping I'll get punished that's all
1: <laughs> yeah it's just weird that you like... and, to,
0: and to the fullest extent, cause it it's there's no place for it like you could have animosity you could dislike someone nobody nobody's loved in the entire mm. world um by everybody and um it's okay it's okay to dislike someone dare I use the word hate someone but to, to To attack them and 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 hurt their well being and possibly their family's well being, friends' well being. Nah, man, that's absolutely
2: not.
1: So, going back to the competitive side, is that I wonder what it is with this weird mentality of people. Like, maybe it's been just like a Don thing. People hate seeing a winner, so they want to attack them until they fall. But it's just like some people take that men- that want to see them fall mentality to extremes, and I'm like, how does that yeah. even like manifest itself? Like, how does how does somebody become so low where they have to attack the winner that badly? Like, I get it. You want to see somebody else take that spot, but a physical threats like how do you, how do you manifest like, at lows like that?
0: I mean, like you you know you know much as well as anybody else. Like, I I I, I try to play devil's advocate for a lot of different things, right? I don't think I can in this situation. Like, I, I'm legit, like, trying to think, like, like, like I said, I use the word hate. Like, there's, um, um, like you said, sometimes you, you, you hate seeing the winner win too much. And sometimes, if I may br- briefly defend, um, if that person, like, let's say you were a fan of somebody. Watch them rise in the ranks, rise to the top, become the crewman cop, but... Because of their rise, they become then arrogant, ignorant, everything. So then you dislike them because they change. Could be a a reason for starting to dislike someone or dare I use the word hate somebody. But it still doesn't, should never give you the reason or opportunity to, you know, try and inflict harm. Um, and I can't, I can't think of a person that I dislike or hate that much where I would be like, Oh God, if I ever cross paths with that celebrity, I'm going to stick one. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 there, there may be one. I just can't think of one right now. Vince McMahon. <laughs> no, definitely not Vince McMahon. I, I would probably hug him. Um, like I, I, yeah, I, I just don't know. I, it, it's it's uncalled for. I, I like like I try like like I said I try to come put myself in other research and, and, and make an excuses. And this I, I can't. It's well, just uncalled I, for.
1: I, I think the reason why you can't is because it's a mindset none of us have do- even came yeah, close to. True. So you can't un- comprehend since that's we true. cannot even be in their own shoes. That is very like true. it's illogical, I mean, really.
0: And to that point, like you, I, I don't want to blanket it because it. it that might be ignorant, but like, I, I think it's more times than not, these episodes, like they are unhinged, right? They do have some sort of, of dare I say disability, but a, a mental, like they're not there. They're not there. Um, Like um, if I may also go back to wrestling, as I tend to do quite often, like, you know, there's, there's, there's fans that overly hawk, these wrestlers meet them at airports, hotels. Now, I don't know if you remember, I made a tweet um, probably about a month or two ago where when I was younger, when I was borderline teenager, I would go to hotels and camp where they stood at, which now in hindsight, I was like, well, it's kind of dumb, but once again, being a kid, right, aspect of it, like now I would never do that. But um, um yeah, they're just like, to, to, to go that great of a length, you, you're you probably not all there.
1: Oh, dude, there's crazy people. Like, I know uh, when I was huge into baseball from 2004 to 2005 with the White Sox mm-hmm. <clears throat> winning the World Series, mm-hmm. I've heard horrible stories of, like, people trying to go for Paul Canerico and other um, players, like, mm-hmm. especially female people. Like, obviously, what's the quick thing to do? If you're a female, the quickest way to success is to sleep with the player. And if you can get pregnant by them – you're permanently attached to that player.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Unless if you decide to, obviously, you know, fetus us. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but, like, you know, there's people that are willing to go so far to get pregnant to just oh, yeah. get I tied mean, with them and bring them down.
0: That That is a practice that still goes today.
1: Yeah. It's just um, crazy that because just, of competitiveness it's... or to hold them down or fa- the attachment to fame, people will go to great lengths to hurt that person.
0: Yeah. Um, but sticking with the, the idea of like, you know, finding somebody and doing harm, whether it's in a virtual way or a physical way, I mean, it's just no. there's no, in my world, there's no place for it. And, uh, I
1: agree. I definitely agree.
0: And, and the more that, um, people get punished for it, uh, the better, and they should be punished to the fullest extent.
1: So now comes the lights. I don't care. I don't
0: care how hateful that 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 they may be.
1: Yeah, for me, I I think one thing I can't understand about that either is because I think I'm a loyalist. If I hate you, or when I say I shouldn't say hate you, because if I dislike you as a player or a competitive person, whatever, I I dislike you from the beginning. It's not because I just dislike you because you win. It, like there's people I like for example Tom. Well, maybe not now because of all the stupid decisions he made in real life. Like mm-hmm. Tom Brady, been a fan mm-hmm. from the beginning. And I'm still a fan of him now. I never wanted to see him lose. Um, what's his name? Um LeBron James. Never liked the guy when he was in high school. I seen how arrogant he was then, still don't like him now. <laughs> it's not because he's a champion.
0: Yeah, so I mean LeBron James would be also like a good example for me. Like uh, you know, Dare use the word hate, but like so the other thing I want to make comment with this, like I I think once again hate's a strong word, but like you could still hate someone, but also respect them.
1: Yeah. Like, for example, think, Tom Hanks, I think he's a great actor. I don't like him personally.
0: Like, uh, even though you, you never sat and had a beer with him, personally. But, um... No, uh, when, but I, like, when I
1: say personally, I'm talking about, like, ideologies he carries out that you could see happen in the real world. Like, I, I don't think Tom Hanks is a good person, but I think he's a great actor. Understood. Well, that, that's but a to, person I'm making.
0: Yeah, no, no, that's fine. But, like, like going back to LeBron James, like, you know, I maybe uh, hating on him for, like, you know, his on the court stuff but in 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 the personal world like you know he's done a shit ton of good um you know he has his own fucking schools and shit like you know um so you know for those reasons i respect the man um but but yeah the, when it comes to like the, the physical harm and stuff like nah fuck that no noise but let's go to the light side cuz we're tired of talking about dark side
1: <laughs> so Obviously, with me, when I do competitive, I don't just like to practice my aim, or whatever. I like to improve all aspects of me. I be hand-eye coordination. Obviously, one thing that, for me, I feel like is important is to be more hydrated, not with bad stuff, but with water. Because, for some reason, when I'm with water, I feel more responsive, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, when I get into my competitive mindset, I purposely do good things, not just virtually, but physically, so I can compete better. And I know that doesn't just apply to gaming, because I've you know... There was um I'm am try, trying to remember his name. It was in high school. There's a guy I know that was he wasn't good at football. He but he really loved football. And he tried to get into it. He constantly practiced. He didn't get in his first year, but because of his competitive spirit and not wanting to back down, he kept practicing for that year he wasn't there. He would even attend the practices that he he wasn't supposed to be at because he's like, I'm going to keep getting better and the next year I'm going to try and hopefully get on the team. But then also he realized that Physicality isn't the only thing. He had to improve his mental strength. So he also studied harder in school by learning, you know, math, statistics, analytics, and studying other players that he was going against to figure out how to break them down. So the light side is, you know, what even though you know you want to first somebody on the core or in a virtual thing, it also drives you to improve other parts of yourself, either health or mental aspects that can drive you to just be a better person. Also communication, leadership. Like, yeah. any competitive thing, you need communication. Any of them. Yeah. So
0: so those last, like, the last uh, couple of words you just shared, uh, teamwork, uh, communication, like, those are all uh, things that, you know, I want to touch up on. And, and, uh, and just, the, especially the teamwork aspect, like, and that's going from the games that, you know, you play. And even if they're not, like, entirely competitive type games, but, like, you know, like, if I may segue and throw in Warcraft a little bit, like, even just the PvE stuff, like uh you're not gonna accomplish you can't accomplish a whole lot by yourself but you're not gonna accomplish everything by yourself and you need that teamwork that communication that camaraderie uh all those things in order to to be competitive and win um basketball volleyball i love playing volleyball when i was when I was younger too um you know you you can't bump set and spike all by yourself. <laughs> plus it's against the rules. So you're allowed 3 so, hits but
1: not 3 hits yourself. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: So so um so yeah, you 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 have to be um you, you have to have all those those um those key um uh those key things. However, it doesn't necessarily mean you're good to have all those I mean you could still be a dick on the court and, and be uh, an angry person yelling at people. But but we're talking about the life side of things. So um so, yeah, I mean, th- those are things that um, just make you also even a better person. Um, and you identify um, skills that you didn't even think you probably had. And uh, and they could translate to other things, like even in the workplace. Like you talk about having the teamwork aspect and communication. That could translate to the workplace. Um, um, I think it did for me, especially with Warcraft. Um, but, um, but, yeah, I'm trying to think of other good ideas.
1: Well, so I also want to bring up on this, too, because, you know, I was saying, mm-hmm. you know, it, it teaches you more about yourself and how to strengthen. The mm-hmm. one thing I appreciate about when I was in competitive is the mental fortitude that prepares you for personal relationships. Like, let's say you go in playing basketball with one of your friends or video game and you're friends with them in real life. But when it comes to the court and you know you want to win. That's when you realize that sometimes friendship, you have to get over and choose what's best for your winning and disloyalty. Because I know there's been times where I've been on teams with friends that they're like, listen, man, this isn't working out. You got to let you go bring another guy in. And at first, I was upset with that. But then I'm like, it makes sense. They want to win. They got to do that. And then there's been times where I've done the same thing. I'm like you're showing no signs of progress here. This guy's better right now. He's just a better fit. Let's just get him in here. And then I end up winning more because you make those micro adjustments. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the one thing about being competitive that I really appreciate. And because this is life, it it teaches you how to deal with people that pretend to be nice to you and versus what's real nice to you and how to, you know, kind of put them in categories and how to treat them when you're in that place. You're trying to excel in versus when you're being casual because you know, I think a lot of people nowadays, if they're not competitive or they didn't do any sports or they didn't do anything, they would look at people trying to replace them and they take that to heart. I'm like mm-hmm. if they replace you, most of the time it's just, they want to win. It's not because they dislike as a person. They're just trying to find what they can do to improve themselves at that point in time.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: people take it as like a personal attack to them. And I'm glad that because I was competitive, I learned to let that go.
0: Yeah. But to your point, like not everybody does uh, realize that. And that always, you know, boils down to the individual themselves. But you know, the other part of that, like they could be mad, but there could also be uh, a larger driving force for them to be better, right? So it's like, you're like, oh shit, I'm the weakest link at this point. So now I got to sit out. So that means I got to step it up more the next time I am selected.
1: That's the um, approach I take too, but then there's also the reverse side no, where they totally hold really. that grudge and they try to inflict harm because they're trying to get you back.
0: Oh, believe me, I've experienced that all too much. Yeah, they'll, they'll get a little bit rougher when you know they don't normally play that one. What the fuck are you trying to do? Also, oh, so this is why you want to play? Okay, this is why we are going to play. But, yeah. um... But, um... But yeah, no, those are, those are uh, obviously really good examples. Um, <laughs> and...
1: jo- I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh wait, what was that?
1: I was gonna say, "Myth said a joke. He's like, he traded me for a fucking McRib. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, a, a, a sack, a sack of balls. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, like, like I shared, uh, you know, on on post podcast last week, like, uh, when it came to basketball, I was a different, different uh, person on the court for sure. Um, but to your point, it was the will to win, T-W-T-W. Um. And, um, on the other side, there's times where like, I would, um, not care to win and I would purposely select the shittiest person on the court and try to help them be better. Um, it's funny. You and
1: I have the opposite mindset because I've done that before, but it wasn't to help them get better. It's to help me get better. No, if you're playing on a team with bad players, you got to work twice as hard to win.
0: (laughs) No, true, but like, but like, how can I put it? I'm trying to paint the exact scenario. It's like, it's like I, I, I know we're going to lose, so therefore, like, I know, like, there's no reason for me to get upset. Like, oh, I, yeah. I did this, per- I did this purposely, <clears throat> but I want to help them get better because if nobody's picking them, how are they ever going to get better? Like, that's not how you get better. You have to get them. So, like, there sounds times, like, I, I don't know if you want to say it's because I felt sorry for them. I guess in capacity it is. Otherwise, still would have been picked. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, like, um, like there's times like I I would do that and like, I don't know what skill you would apply that to. I don't know if it would be a, a skill of compassion or whatever, but like, um, but, you know, you know, those are good qualities that you, that you learn too.
1: Myth was agreeing with you. He says he likes to reforge people around him like he did with his brother. <laughs> yeah.
0: So- um, but Yeah. But I, I not everybody be, I, does that. I mean, th- there's also people that they're on 60 miles per hour and and they don't care. Like like the sore losers. I definitely always I loved loved beating the sore losers because they would get so butt hurt. oh butt hurts. Ah, it was so beautiful. <laughs> those yeah. those are the best. Those are the best wins. The ones that did take it too seriously, and you're like, your your wife must hate you. <laughs>
3: hmm.
1: It's it's funny that you say that because there's, I'm I want to say I'm a sore loser, but now I don't take it on other people. I take it on myself because if I lose, I'm like you should have played better, and that pushes me to get better. Like I like, like when you say you're like a sore loser, do you, you people like you know yell at the court, yell at their teammates. They say you suck. You should have been better, or they start throwing temper be, tantrums.
0: All the above, I've seen all the above.
1: When I lose. I do all that to myself. I call myself the worst names. I'm like, you should have been better. You need to get better and all that stuff. And I, I take that seriously. For me, it's situational.
0: Like I said, I was a different, different person on the court. So if it was like I knew I was the cause of that loss, then yeah, I would. But if it if it wasn't, if I was not the cause. Then no, I will I will take it out of that person. Like uh, I will I will verbally assault somebody.
1: For me, even if it was the other person, obviously I would help them get better, but it even if it if it wasn't me, I, I would I would have told myself if I was better I could I could cover it for their weakness.
0: Yeah, no. No. I always
1: <laughs> I always want to be the best. That's why I say I have to And there's nothing practicing. wrong
0: with that, but like I, I think I I um Certain situations, I could uh, easily figure out, like, nope, that wasn't my fault. Like, that that was clearly your fault.
1: So another thing is, mentality-wise, is, you know, we're talking about hatred towards players. Mm -hmm. Whenever I see a good player that beats me, I never look at them as the enemy. I look at them and I try to make them a friend so I can learn from them and then potentially have them on my team. But I know there's people out there that see a good player and they immediately make them the enemy. And I never understood that. Like they just want to, obviously you want to compete against me, you want to be better than them, but Mm -hmm. I'd rather have their strength on my team than to turn that strength against me.
0: I think, and and once again, I'm kind of applying mostly all my experiences to basketball. I think uh, when I recognized other people better than me, uh, especially if they're running in a group already, I don't want to join their team. I want to build my own team and beat them because I'm sure you know this and I don't know if it's like countrywide or whatever, but you know, any city court that you go in, the rule of thumb usually is you win, you stay on the court. Yeah. So in order to stay on the court, you got to first wait your turn. That's what pickup
1: games are all about.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, for anybody out there that doesn't know how that shit works. <laughs> so like, if the if you see the if I saw the good team winning and they're still on the court, still on court line, no, no, we gotta beat those motherfuckers. So I don't want. That. I don't want to join their team. Like because well, sometimes, sometimes you'd be watching them, and maybe one uh, dude is tired, so he sits out, and they do want to pick up one for one game. I'm like no, no, no.
1: I want to beat you. I, I think you misunderstood what I'm saying. Uh, maybe okay. I didn't clarify it when I say I want them on my team. I'm saying I want to befriend them in real life and learn from them skills so I can pass them on the court and be better than them, <laughs> like by um, versing them.
0: For me, no. I mean, it depends. For me, like I, I also. I was very judgy so the way you held yourself through victories and stuff like like even though I I probably fall into certain categories too but like like if you were like a total douchebag I don't want to befriend you off the court because you're probably douchebag off the court too see that that's Uh, the difference
1: is that I would use that and I would just be like get their skills and then once I'm done I just ditch them
0: So you're the douchebag.
1: <laughs> well, I, I will say yeah. I'm just playing. I, I mean that's why I do a Pokemon Go with certain people. Like I'll give them rides and learn from them. And once I got past them, I just moved on to someone else.
0: Tuck and roll. She. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean seriously, that's what I did. But I, at least I was honest about my you know motive motives. Damn, how did
0: I last this long? <laughs> I what is what skills is Josh trying to steal from me before he makes me tuck and roll? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I used you as a support person. To average out my, you're my social counterpart.
0: Um, no, but there there are people that uh that you know whatever befriend and 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 get better with because that is the only way you can get better. If you're if you're playing the same competition all the time and you're, you know, um, the largest minnow in the pond or whatever, like like you're never gonna get better. Like you have to play people that are better than you. Yeah. And that's the thing. That... Even if that means, like, you know, they just happen to uh, stumble upon your court in, in some capacity. We'll say it that way. Then, hey, where else do you go play? Oh, I'm, you know, let, let's go to your court. And then that level of competition just rolls across the board. and You're like, oh fuck, like, like I suck right now. But you get better. Sometimes sucking isn't just normally because you are uh, outmatched with like talent. No, sometimes it's just like you got to play. particular person or guard a particular person x amount of times till you get their feel and then you kind of like take over
1: yeah it teaches you adaptability it's kind of funny because like i'm going back to you know call of duty so the person that got me into it she's she's a streamer i was watching her play and then obviously got my fire reignited and i started playing but the one thing i've noticed about and it's not just her this is other people i know about they hate losing which makes sense obviously i hate losing too but they get discouraged when they lose, where they want to stop playing. I'm like, in order to get better, you have to take those losses. And sometimes losing is what you need in order to understand what you're missing to get better. And some people just can't take a loss and they just get deterred and they're, they're not willing to keep trying, keep trying because the fear of that loss takes over them.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, everything you said right like You said is right because that is the only way you're going to learn. Like nobody, not even Michael Jordan, Showed up and started winning. Like it took him how many years to win his first championship? So like,
1: yeah, and then same thing um, with Tom Brady. He was the uh, uh, what's it called backup quarterback until the main person got hurt, and he was like, "All right, it's time to show up." And he wasn't even a first round draft pick. He was like,
0: whatever was like the forty eighth round or some weird shit, uh, if that even exists. But um, but yeah, I mean, um, losing does suck. But, but sometimes um, it helps you grow. <laughs> no, it is. It is the only way you grow. I mean, um, I, I don't I don't know what else to say on that, except like I, I don't want to like talk negative on those type of people because because um, it sucks. But
2: you,
0: you can't just quit. Yeah, I mean, you can Obviously, they do. But like, I mean, but
1: well, then that just shows that they're going to get better. Yeah. Huh? Um, well, that just shows that they weren't really competitive.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you could come to that conclusion for sure.
1: But it's just funny how when you're when you're truly competitive, even though you don't, no one ever wants to lose, you accept those losses as a lesson. And I love how just like when I say competitive as like a general term, obviously it applies to sports, whatever. But it's like one of the weirdest lessons in life. Like you do this for a sporting thing or a competition thing, but that loss can help you in life too. Like people lose in yeah. life, people lose friendships, families, and that loss in sports can teach you how to get over that in real life too. I thought mm-hmm. that was weird how they can correlate.
0: For sure. Except for school, if you get an F, you're fucked.
1: Stands for failure, and you need to get your future in order. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, that's it's all it's all very, very, very
1: true. It's funny, now that you think about it, I've never looked at my report card as, like, a boss.
0: <laughs> well, talk about giving up in school and report cards. Because, like, all through grammar school and most of high school, I always was an A, B student. It wasn't until college I rebelled. And I had algebra trig. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't even algebra. I think it was just straight trig. And that's when I was becoming defiant and I said, I don't need to know this shit. And the teacher's like, well, if you don't want to learn it, I'll fail you. Okay. Took their bluff. They failed me. And that's when I gave up college.
1: I wish I had treated my report card as like a challenge <laughs> because if I like failed something, it's because I just didn't care. And it's just not because I took it as a loss or I, it's just well, simply I didn't care. <laughs>
0: For me, I don't know if people would label this as spoiled or not, and if they do, I don't care. But uh, for me, I guess I had an incentive when I was in school. My brother had the same incentive, but I guess he didn't care. But, but um, they paid you fifty dollars
1: for an A or something like that.
0: Or... Kind of not for a single A, but but kind of kind of similar to that. Like if I if I got honor roll, which was all A's, B's at the time, and I think it was called principal scholar if you had all A's. Uh, if I did that. I was promised at least one new video game, for that quarter.
1: Yeah, I, that heard was the, my
0: incentive as a kid.
1: I heard the pay thing, and once again, I'm going to go back to this. I had the same thing where it's like you get ten dollars here or there, and, and that didn't interest me enough. I just if I didn't care about the subject, I didn't care to be good in it.
0: Oh, well, uh, I guess I was more passionate of video games than you were.
1: <laughs> you definitely were. Like I, like like I said, during the height of when I was in WWE, my aunt Offered to take me and my cousin to WrestleMania. And she mm-hmm. bought tickets. It wasn't big enough incentive for me to get A's and everything. That's sad. My cousin went and he took a friend. It just wasn't a big enough incentive for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I don't care in it, I you can put that you can put the biggest thing I want over my head. I will not study something I have no interest in.
0: Interesting
1: like I, I you know come back to preference like i know you know i sometimes make fun of you and like oh you're just you know you're a hard passionate supporter of nintendo and i you know i like to criticize it i'm also like and that's why i also say i respect it because i'm the same way when it comes to other things is there's something i don't like i will not do any effort to get into it
0: i feel like um i'm trying to think of like you know what what it was that i didn't like but i still Push myself to get through it um, Can't really think of a comp right now But I know it's happened um, And I'm not going to sway your line of thinking But I think sometimes like At least my, my line of thought is like Well I can't half-ass This one thing Otherwise I lose it all Right So I had to force my way through it If I wanted to get what I wanted to get Um, So that was still motivation, despite me not
1: really liking a particular subject, that makes sense. Yeah, motivation Um, is key. And like I said, I I wish I had a different approach to how I did certain subjects. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, math, didn't care for it, still don't care for it, but Mm -hmm. it's important. And I wish I took more of an effort to learn it. (laughs) Yeah, I, I felt like, dare I say, I loved
0: math. Um, but definitely math, I, I, I don't want to say enjoyed, but I was good at it. Um, I don't know. I think probably like social studies and history for whatever reason, I just didn't pay towards.
1: See, for me, Uh, social studies, history, science were three subjects. I always got A's in because I liked it.
0: Yeah. Science was, science was okay. Um, probably arguably probably one of my harder ones, but, um, which is odd because there's more of a math correlation there.
1: Another thing that I, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, the the other thing that I, I guess you could say I struggled with was um, not reading, but reading comprehension. Um, because you know, I would interpret my readings one way, and the teacher be like, "No, that's not what it meant." I'm like, "Well, fuck you! That's what I thought it meant."
1: So I had the opposite. I my reading comprehension was apparently really good. My reading, though, on the other hand, was opposite because I have dyslexia. But I learned something about myself that a teacher told me. They said, usually the people that are dyslexic need bold letters in their things. So what I did was, in certain parts of like notes, I always made the first three letters bold. And for some oh. reason, my brain was able to put all those words together so I could speed read through all of it and still understand it. Interesting. But then, at the same time, one thing I didn't care for was writing. And I regret that severely because what's well, social media? It's writing. What's one thing you want to do to take notes? Writing. And I take notes all the time now, but if I want to give it to somebody else, most likely they won't be able to decipher my cryptic cryptic message. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> well, I think uh, writing too is um, how can I put it? I guess I want to say that wasn't one of my strong points. Like I, I, I grasped a lot of the rules, but there's also different types of writing, right? Like there, there's no
1: There's like, story for- writing. There's Bolton exactly. writing
0: exactly like the proper writing like what you teach a school to write like an essay that's usually what you're graded on right but like like we we're just talking about like there's other forms of writing where you don't have to be grammat- grammatically correct or proper or what have you like that's why i like uh um like i guess rpg so much you know is like you know i'd see the different types of writing styles and different uh um usage of words and I, actually i think i have strengthened my vocabulary over over the years because of rpgs hmm. um matter of fact last octopath i started using mayhap in my vocabulary instead of maybe so like one you of know, the funniest like, so things like that.
1: that you showed I, I think it was a tweet you did recently of octopath was i've prayed to the holy sacred fire or whatever you burn oh. you bastard <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah oh. Uh, yeah, that was that was fantastic. I was <laughs> I was giggling
1: like a schoolgirl when that shit uh,
0: popped up. But it's like like it's still funny that you thought it was funny, even though you don't know like the context from the before. Oh, I
1: I think all like if you like I told you you know with uh, that adventure game, um, uh, procession of oh, cavalry, they yeah, did yeah, stuff yeah. like that too.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's right. So you would have a little bit of insight, but. Um, but yeah, I just, I was laughing so hard when that came up. I was like, I was like, oh, I wish the, the voice actors actually did yeah, it, because that little part, there was no voice acting.
1: What was the actual line? Because uh, I know I said it wrong.
0: Uh, damn, I don't think I have enough. Well, I could go back to my tweet.
1: It was like, something was by the crazy. sacred fire, I hope you burn you bastards. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh,
0: <laughs> may the sacred flame burn you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> So they're supposed to say "May the sacred flame guide you," and she's like <laughs> "May the sacred flame burn you, bastard." <laughs> I was like, oh, shit.
1: <laughs> oh, But, was but also going something. back to like the writing too. I I, mean, I know we kind of transitioned from competitive to education, which is weird. But I guess education is education
0: can be competitive. Yeah, because you know? in you order to spell- be competitive,
1: you gotta be smart. Like, you ever so. watch
0: spelling bees?
1: Oh, dude. I always Holy get impressed sh- with all these kids. I'm like, they hes a fifth nice. grader, and he can outspell me on an average day. Well,
0: well, look at that TV show. Are you smart, fifth grader? I mean, like, yeah, it's.
1: Well, that it's show easy. I could excel in because they teach you like most of it's like social studies also history like things, acts and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm good at that. But spelling, dude, some of these people are just amazing at it. Yeah, like the rassisaurus. Okay. I'm like, how the hell do you spell that?
0: Like, can you please use it in the sense? And of... then I'm more impressed at the. Fucking mods could put it into a sentence. I'm like, oh. Well,
1: they have d- they have dictionary right there in front of them. Listen here. <laughs> Let me believe, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's the spelling off the head I, I, that's I'll, impressive. So,
0: and then and the kid's like, no, I don't like that sentence. Give me another one. They're like, uh, uh.
1: <laughs> well, I guess you like continue the c- competitive stuff is that. <clears throat> so the last three years, I found out there's, there's something called the hackathon, right? Okay. So it's where all these software engineers, you know, obviously they do the, what they, people consider boring jobs. But with the hackathon, all these software engineers from different companies, they all come together and they code and hack each other to, like, um, whatchamacallit, improve their hacking prevention, I guess. What they do right. in, like, a competitive setting where they have teams that are trying to beat the other team and get into their stuff. And, you mm-hmm. know, I, I just thought it was cool that, you know, because of math and, you know coding and understanding and all this stuff. Something from education can also turn competitive and how to basically keep cybersecurity safe. Because they're turning this basic understanding into a competitive part where they're always trying to outdo each other and how to out-hack each other. And because of them trying to do that once a year, it goes into comp something. it goes into companies and they learn these new methods to counteract these new attackers. I wish you I was know, good like, enough
0: to do hackers. Coders like. and hackers like, you know, those Sorry. are there's some that do nefarious things with that that could instead use those same towns to do remarkable things, but... And I think that's what that's, I appreciate about the... Hackathon. the
1: light... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'll just, a, just
0: conclude that with, like, that's the light and dark side of the world we live in, so...
1: Yeah, but I think that's what's so great about being competitive, is the light side, is that because of this hackathon, a lot of individuals go there, independents go there, and, mm-hmm. you know, because some of these other hackers are associated with big business, some of the... Some individual hackers that don't have a job, whatever, they get recruited because of their skills in these tournaments to go mm-hmm. to an actual paid company. So their skills, instead of going from bad, they can go to good to help prevent theft, online theft. I thought that was a cool thing that, you know, there, there could be a positive with competition. They can turn somebody from going into a criminal into a person that can fight crimes. That's true. I wonder if there's a way to attend one of these
2: hackathons in real life because most of them are private.
0: Mm, virtual viewing—you watch them as you just watch a screen that goes like.
1: That'd be the thing <laughs> that scares me. Who wants to go to a virtual hackathon? That would hack your brain right there and then. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably get a headache. Uh, no, but it's just cool that you know, like competitive doesn't necessarily just have to be like a sport or video game. It could be associated to all forms of life to make you either smarter as a person, how to get over certain challenges, like. You know, obviously, like trading friendships to win, <laughs> and then also getting over mm-hmm. if you get traded.
0: I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that look at the Game of Life as a competition.
1: The Game of Life is a competition, okay? And also, sorry, they go hand in hand. <laughs> yes, they do. trap. <laughs> but, yeah, I just thought it was cool, you know, like, getting back into it has made me want to do other, or improve other aspects of myself. And then seeing certain people get discouraged or just completely try to hurt other people because... I guess they got the negative mentality of competitive. Because mm-hmm. I felt bad for Saul Grippo, that he was just getting nonstop assaulted. And his whole team, not just him, his whole team was getting assaulted online because they, they'd rather see anyone else win besides him. And I was like, that sucks. Yeah. But uh, going on to our next topic.
0: Our next and last
1: topic. Is The Last of Us. So, as we
0: talk about almost every week.
1: Yeah, there's been two weeks. I think we skipped. Um, But so we're going to talk about the episode of the mall with Ellie and I forgot her name, Riley. And we're not going to talk about the most previous episodes because Steve hasn't seen it. I'm going to mention a couple things about uh, Troy Baker. But uh, what did you think about the mall scene?
2: Um, I the what I
0: what I liked about it was. I felt like I—I I don't know if we want to say for the first time this whole season, maybe even, where I could like put myself in Ellie's shoes and be wowed just like she was in the show. If that makes any sense.
1: You had a friend um, you loved, and they said no, they didn't. Love no, the not back. all that. You played yeah. Mortal Kombat with them, and they said, "Fatality, no. finish him." And he didn't finish. You. He didn't finish. You. No, no, no. Like it's,
0: it's explicitly like just the whole turning on the lights of the mall, and how like kind of all dropping that was. Um, I kind of had those real moments, and then just even the the, the venturing into the mall, right? Because like, like I know you had mentioned a previous podcast, like you wanted to see more of the environment, in the world, and I think that did a good job of it. Um. And I just like the whole correlation of like, you know, when they're passing Victoria's Secret and they're like, oh no, no, before the Victoria's Secret, like, like if all the things people would want to steal and then they show like the footlock, all the shoes are gone. And it's just so funny because like in the real world, when there's looting and rioting, where do they go to first? The fucking shoe store. And it's just like, like people and their priorities, right? Like, it's just, uh, it was so funny. Um, so I enjoyed all that and then like the carousel part was pretty cool. Um and um and yeah, I I thought, I thought that was really cool.
1: So I, I think they did the mall scene pretty well because that's pretty much how it happened in the games. What I was slightly disappointed in is that you know how The Last of Us, the premise is really duality where you see both sides and how you know one event can change another event or how you learn from one event and it, it makes it better for something else. In the game, like I said, this this small scene is actually a DLC called Remember Us or something like that. Some, I forgot what the title was for the DLC. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, obviously in the DLC, we've you, seen what you see in the show, Riley and Ellie, how she got bitten and all that stuff, the origins of that. But at the same time, they're doing like a back and forth sequence from Present with her and Joel, because you, you didn't see it now because it kind of changed in the episodes, um. so I could talk about it. But so what happens is After all the events that happens, you know, with the main story, uh, Joel comes across some raiders, he gets hurt, Ellie has to take care of Joel, and that's how they get into the mall. And because she's in the mall with Joel, she starts remembering about Riley, and then, you know, Mm. some events that she does in the past, Then they switch it back to the future, and how she does it differently, how she can change it, leading to how she saves Joel. (laughs) And I'm kind of surprised that they took that saving Joel part out of there, and changed into another scene in another episode.
0: So, in the game, instead of going to a, an abandoned house, they actually go to the mall. So yeah. that's, dare I say, the only difference?
1: Well, there's also Ellie well, ch- taking on these bandits herself, and then also, she, like I said, the emotions of losing Riley and now potentially losing Joel. And mm-hmm. she starts doing things different, and you know, eventually ends up saving Joel. It's just weird that they took that part out because I feel like they could have lengthened the episode because you know how recently the episodes have been getting a lot shorter. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: it's kind of weird that they didn't show both perspectives of Ellie during her time and then learning the lesson then versus how she's evolved now to more of a survivor and saving, you know, the person she's close to instead of losing the person.
0: Yeah, they they like it was hard to make that correlation, I guess. And it was kind of like I don't know if you want to say rushed, but uh, like I know they did explain that in the post-episode, kind of what you talked about, the whole uh, uh, staying there to save him rather than doing what he told her to do. Um, I, I just don't know how... I guess I would have to see it from the game's perspective on how exactly her flashbacks help that conclusion because based on what they show in the episode like like there is no correlation right like it's just like just showing how she lost somebody is like okay I hate well, to say big, big whoop but how does that well
1: the correlation is the comparison basically same environment same setting um, the only difference is instead of losing Joel like she lost Riley she gets she gets to because she's stronger now she gets to save him from, you know the infected and other bandits, like they're basically like I said, the side by side is her repeating the same incident but having a
2: different outcome for both.
0: Mm. I don't know. Like I thought that episode was like the the the, the timestamp of it to me, like without knowing the game, or and, and now knowing the game, like dare I say it's irrelevant because. Even even in the game's perspective that you're sharing, like, the flashback is, is exactly that. It's flashback. They both happen in the past. So the timing of when they want to include it in episode...
1: No, there I with, say is, with Joel, that's that's current, present. That's what I'm saying. The events are out of order because of what happened.
0: The, it's only present to the extent that that's where she takes them. But the flashback is a flashback.
1: Well, yeah, it, but I'm, I'm saying I mean, that they use that flashback as... The correlation of, you know, what the like, eventually like, happened like, before like, and like how she changes de- the present.
0: I understand what you're trying to say. Like in the game, they naturally progress to that flashback because that's where she's at. Like I get that, but like for them to just use the flashback sequence in the episode where they did it, to me, is, like you could have plugged that in any point in the season. Technically, in theory, you could have plugged it in episode two. in theory because you started with Joel's origination story and then fast forward they could have did the same thing with Ellie you could have plugged that right in episode 2 and it would have been fine
1: I would opinion. disagree but done.
0: I think you disagree because you know how it started in the game and that correlation but me not knowing the correlation it would have been fine just there hmm. the fact that that is supposed to help her make the decision to stay there and say Joel rather than go back and get uh, what's his name Tommy, that's where I felt like the ball was dropped. Like it just like it was it it was not necessary. Like
2: I didn't need to see that flashback for her to make that decision. Does that make sense?
1: I kinda lost you, so I'm just gonna say <laughs> <laughs> And
0: that's fine. I I mean like I just like that beginning like I know I guess they had to reveal whether Joel was fine or or not, but like that didn't even need to be an episode. Like that could have been an episode three, right? Like just straight up hundred percent
2: flashback.
1: I'm just gonna say different opinion on that one.
0: <laughs> okay, no, that's fine. Um but <clears throat> anyways, let's let's remove all those dynamics, I guess. Just keep it for what the episode was like i I just thought like the like it was by far the best episode as far as like showcasing really like, no 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 no, just let me finish. I'm not saying the best episode of the season I'm saying in regards to like the environment and what they okay like you you finally showed like i mean there was other scenes wherever that you got that post apocalyptic uh uh you know type of setting, but like like they just did a really good job with that all like uh and then even in the in the like, cause I was kind of curious if any of it was like green screen and stuff, but then the pose episode, like, they really showed. Like, they, that was a full, almost a full, pretty much, like, fucking scene or you know, whatever. Um, so I, I thought that was awesome. Plus, like, you know, the gaming arcade was obviously really cool from from our nerdy standpoint, and just to see the genuine, um, happiness that they had playing the game that you know was. Poster on the wall, which I thought was really. Did they use Mortal Kombat in the real game? That would've been quite odd.
1: Or... I, I I can't really remember.
0: It but... would be cool, but
1: that, that would be also cool.
0: be a little odd. I... But um, but I thought it's always a little cool because a little hometown flavor, because of Mortal Kombat Midway, uh, that they got the little um, you know the um, the spotlight, so to speak. Um. But yeah, I think uh, so. I think that's... Oh I have
1: really <laughs> branch away from my negative is sure. through the whole show. I've been one hundred percent impressed by Bella Ramsey. Mm-hmm. She has shocked me, because at first I was like, you know, I like I said, I I judged the book by its cover. I was like, This is a very interesting casting choice. She doesn't look like her and I've seen it from mm-hmm. other roles, you know, like mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, Sherlock, and I'm like, Oh man, it's gonna be hard to see in this character. But, dude, she's nailed Ellie. Like, she has the mannerism, characteristics, everything down about her, except for the look. The look. But even the look is, like, if for some reason, yeah, it's not that far off. And like, obviously, the face is a little different, but, like, everything else is just spot on. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, dude, she nailed this role, and I hope she gets more credit than she's getting. Or, or sorry, not. Uh, I hope she gets more credit than the hate she's received, because a lot of people are still bashing her. And I don't understand why, because she's but- literally the best the best actor in the show, in my opinion, or I mean, actress.
0: I mean, I, I guess you're you're coming across a lot of things that that I haven't. But what are they really just bash it, it's bashing just looks on it because of her looks. Though? Yeah, it's it's the stupidest bash that I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pathetic.
1: And luckily, she's taking it like a champ. But you know, because she like, she's not letting that take her down.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, uh, like an apple where like they casted a very damn good look-alike, but then the acting sucked horribly.
1: Well, this is the thing, though, and, you know, like, sometimes you're like, you have the actor, just use them. Uh, What's her name? I think her name is Ashley Johnson. The the actual girl that played Ellie, she kind of still looks like Ellie. Like, obviously, you know, I not to get too uh, informative, but, like, you mm-hmm. know, with Bella Ramsey, they use something called, I believe, chest compression, where they wrap tape around her to, like, reduce her top section, so she looks younger. They could um. technically do that with Ashley, because you know, she kind of has a face, she definitely has a voice, because she played Ellie in the games. Mm-hmm. And she kind of has the same attitude as well. So I'm like, they could have used her. Obviously, I'm not saying they should replace Bill Ramsey, because I think she's doing a phen- phenomenal job, and at this point, keep her, because she's that good, in my opinion. But um, I also feel like, besides you know the the stupid hate she's receiving, I think she's also being overshadowed by Pedro Pascal.
0: Yeah, he's definitely, obviously, flavor of the month, so to speak, in in more ways than not. Um, I mean, but like, uh, once again, not playing a video game. Like, I, I feel like he's still doing good. He's doing okay. Um, I mean, I, I like
1: funny. Pedro Pascal. Like, I liked him from you know, obviously, Mandalorian, Narcos, Triple Frontier, and all this stuff he's been in, uh, Game of Thrones. But um, as the best actress slash actress, he's not the best. And he's getting more, well, how do you say, it? rave than Brazed. yeah than mm-hmm. the actual good actress right there. Mm-hmm. And that's what sucks. Is that I just feel like some the good actress is being overshadowed.
0: Um, now, uh, now, you're saying it because, too, like, because I know you were pretty vocal about how they're not using his character in the same like I don't sadistic's probably not the way to use it, but like they're not really using him the same way like they that he's using the game right? Yeah, because like in the he's game he's Yes. So, so 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 does that have an impact on your opinion on his acting because he's not exactly as violent in the show that he's in the game?
1: It it half impacts it. Okay. The other that's half is he's not as compassionate to Ellie as he would be in the game. So, and but uh, this is gonna. But that's the, but
0: that's still, in my opinion, the fault of then the the producers, not really. Him but
1: acting. But I think they realize they screwed up because in this next episode, the one you haven't seen, they mm-hmm. changed that.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: And you you get to see. I mean, they don't a hundred percent. Show Mm -hmm. it, but you Mm -hmm. get a good look at what he's like in the games.
0: Gotcha. Um, Well, I guess the stabbing finally pissed him off. Um, (laughs) But like, um, but like, like going back to like your comparisons to the game, and we kind of talked about like you know how they were going to um, have them. How can I put it? Build that chemistry, right? Like you know, a lot of that was missed and like finally it was like those in my opinion those episodes where she started joking around with them to kind of get that <clears> little smirk and then finally that laugh at the end of the episode with the diarrhea joke <laughs> um like yeah they like uh, you know in comparison to the game like i don't know how long that lasted and when they really you know had... oh, she
1: keeps she builds it up even the second one she does stupid things like that but that's so just like... her joking nature
0: yeah, so like, you know, I don't know how, how long he hid it to be like, you know, no, fuck you, I'm the hard ass, right?
1: Like, So from episode um, one to two is when he was like that. After, like I said, the, the Bill sequence, the episode three, where they should have showed them going through the school and all that stuff, that's when he starts to get closer. And I feel like they push that relationship back until this very most recent episode. Like, you obviously see a little connection, it's same getting a little closer, Well, it wasn't until this most recent episode where you start seeing the relationship fully come to, you know, what you assume it would come to.
0: I mean, yeah, the only thing, even though I haven't seen it yet, that...
1: That's so I'm being vague.
0: (laughs) No, 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 it's fine. And obviously I appreciate that. But, like, since I haven't seen it, where I want to, like, I guess, quickly rise to the defense, it makes sense to the point where it's like, okay, well, fuck, I'm being a hard ass on this chick, I won't say for no good reason, but like, you know, he's being a hard ass, but now she goes to this extent of basically saving his life by stitching him. Like, if that's not going to change your perception, then what the fuck will, you know what I'm saying? So like, for it to finally happen and, and maybe in a very drastic way, I think that's kind of like natural. If somebody does that for you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That's just my opinion.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well. Like like I said, if if this was just a normal story, it it'd be okay with me. But because I have the game, that's why I'm. A, it's more of like yeah. a personal you're, you're dislike because
0: of, you're harder critic.
1: Yeah. yeah, so that like if I was just an average viewer, that's that's why it wouldn't bother me so much, and that's why I don't think I'm as harping on it as much because I understand that part. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am glad that they're showing Joe Joel's true characteristics in this recent episode because like cool. he's a nice guy mm-hmm. if he loves you, but if he doesn't mm-hmm. love you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's probably your boogeyman <laughs> yeah
0: um, so even though I haven't seen it yet but now I guess I get to because uh, I was thinking about whether or not I should even watch it tonight or what have you I was like no now I have the luxury of watching two episodes on Sunday with one of them being the grand finale because so, it is the final right
1: I can't remember anymore I lost track I of I, th- the episodes.
0: I think I think it is unless they're doing one of those weird Game of Thrones things where they're delaying it a week um, I, hope I don't know. Yeah. Um, where would you rank last week's episode?
1: So no spoilers. I, that, Just give me a number. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. That's what I'm trying to think about how I'm going to say this because I'm trying to give it a good rating. Okay. I thought that this last episode was the best episode they had, Ooh. but only because of how I knew plays in the games. Like the yeah. person they have. I think he did a great job for the character he's portraying. And I think Ellie's experience with that character was properly portrayed. And I think I think both a- actor and actress did a really fantastic job in this episode. And Hadrid Pascal also lived up to his Jill character as well in this episode. So I, th- I personally think it's the best episode they've done so far. Just because it, it shows pretty much exactly what happens in the game. Well, the characteristics of all the characters in the game. Okay. Um But this recent episode, what I do want to talk about, so, you know, it's not a spoiler, but... Well, I guess it is a spoiler, but it's a very, very yeah. minor one. So, Troy Baker...
0: Wait, do I do this?
1: No. So, Troy Baker is the person that actually voices Joel in the game. Uh, He's actually in this most recent episode that just came out. Um... <laughs> Which I think is, you know, awesome how they had Tommy, Joel, they had, um, what's her name? Uh, God, what's her name? The leader of the Fireflies. How she was also in there. So, I'm trying to figure out is, how are they going to portray Ashley Johnson? I think that's her name, the actress that played Ellie. Because, obviously, they're trying to bring them all in here as, like, cameos. Where's she going to fit into this? Because, obviously, Troy Baker played a very minor role. He was kind of like, how do you say, like a minion, I guess. Uh, But he did a good job. But it was just funny how, you know, in the post, you know, recording, he was like, they came to me and they asked me if I want to be a part of the show. And he was like, really excited. But he's like, oh, who's this character? (laughs) Like, it's like, he was like almost hoping for a bigger role. And then when he got it, he was like, he was happy. But at the same time, he was disappointed. I thought that's hilarious. (laughs) But it also makes me wonder how they're going to introduce the voice actress of Ellie because it seems like they kind of give them. Minor character roles that kind of have a story to them as well. Mm -hmm. It's kind of it. I think that's like like a nice little nod to them that they're, yeah, yeah, that they're they honor them as voice actors and also give them their character a little backstory just so they can also play a part in the show, even though they're really just a side character.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I think I think it's cool. I mean, I, I would hope to think they understand the nature of business and why their actual voiced characters are casted by real. Dare I say that actors? (laughs) Um, but but the fact that they get to be in I think is just awesome Um,
1: because like Troy Baker uh, plays a hands-on role with the main character and you know just like Tommy the voice actor of Tommy he played a hands-on role with the main characters
0: and honestly like I mean I don't recall hearing this come out in any of those post episode things but I feel like there's reason to believe that like while they're on set they probably even helped the actual like you know actor and actress and And, how to do it yeah yeah exactly and and gave him a lot of uh uh, feedback and tips and all that stuff
1: i could believe Um, it because bella ramsey said she didn't really well i think from what i remember she didn't play the game so if she is that good at representing the character she had to have talked to the voice actress herself like there's no way she can become that good without having some kind of good reference so I, I can believe that the old I, actress, even though
0: her. she didn't play the game, I have to, I have to believe she had to been fed footage. Like you, you have to, you have to do your homework somehow.
1: Well, th- that's what I am saying is like you know the fact that she portrays the character so well. I am like she had to have extra help, and I am, I am guessing uh, I, I need to look her name up to make sure I am saying it right. But Ashley, uh she had to have some kind of training with her because like she is just totally. perfect. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm looking this up right now. When is mm-hmm. the voice, act- voice actress for Ellie? The Last of Us. Okay, apparently they're giving me Bella Ramsey, even though she's not the voice actress <laughs> for... Um, let's see.
0: People are confused. Uh,
1: Ashley Johnson. Okay, I was correct. Ashley Johnson. I want to make sure, because I actually like her. I think she, Ashley Johnson, she does, you know, she plays on Critical Role in some other games and some TV shows, so I like her as an actress. I want to make sure I gave her the proper respect. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's making me interested to see how this last episode is going to play out, because one, I'm already expecting to be disappointed with how they're going to portray the last episode, but what I'm hoping they surprise me in is how they bring Ashley Johnson in.
2: So...
0: Well, I mean, we'll obviously talk. We'll talk about next week, but um, but if this is uh, if we are getting a final episode this week, because I haven't checked to see if they're delaying it or not. But um, yeah, it'll be good to finally put a put a bow on this and go ham, and um, and then see what's up next for uh, for maybe our our weekly episodic to ta- um, show to talk about if we have one. I don't. Also, I let me, let do me do.
1: clarify why I'm saying I'm going to be upset. Because, like no. I said, the, no, no, I need to clarify. No, that. because no. no listen, no. just stop saying no and just listen for a second. I'm not spoiling anything. The reason why I'm saying I'm coming into it upset is because I didn't like it in the game. I feel like it was rushing the game, and if it was rushing the game, most likely it's going to be rushing the show. That's why I'm going into it disappointed. Okay. If they shock me, I'll I'm gonna I'll be happy. But if they're going to do anything closely resembling the game for the last part, I'd be upset because I felt like they should have delved in more into it.
2: <laughs>
1: well, that, that That's why I'm making the quick assumption that I'm going to be disappointed, because if I was disappointed with the game, most likely the show's going to do the same thing. Or
0: not, because that was what was disappointing you earlier in the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. That, that's why I'm making the quick assumption, because this, this time I'm not just bashing the show, I'm bashing the game in some extent. Because I feel like there could have been more explanation. Or more showing, I guess. Understood. But Going on from the show, one yes. little funny thing i seen, and that's going to go back to Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal, I noticed the huge pay difference that they have between them. Like, I thought it was, like, obviously Pedro Pascal is going to get paid more because he has seniority, he's been in more stuff, he's more... And the penis. Eight, whoops, what the heck happened? Oh. Uh, Discord went away. Um, and obviously he's been in just more named shows, but, uh, he's getting paid 600,000 per episode. Bella Ramsey's getting paid 70,000 per episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a That's drastic a- difference.
0: So I came across it and, uh, I didn't click on it or anything. And, uh, I, I don't know how factual it is. Um, but to your point, I'm pretty sure he does get paid more than her, but, um, yeah that's that's
1: that's very
0: very crazy
1: but like it, it's not like a half pay increase it's five times more than she's getting paid. Oh, it's almost like a thousand percent it's like nine
0: hundred percent more um <laughs> it, it's, it's obviously surprising to see, but at the same time, like I'm not further surprised because it happens in Hollywood all the fucking time like
1: all the time. What surprises me, though, is that usually people outcry for this thing all the time, but no one seems to care. And I'm like, the one time that the actress that actually does a good job kind of deserves that credit, no one cares about it. And that's what's shocking to me, is that you usually hear, oh, the female's getting paid less and all this stuff. And the one time the actress is doing a phenomenal job, no one cares that she's getting paid so much less.
0: I mean, I I guess, not that it always has to be that the actress needs to care, too, but... Um, I don't know if she's said anything
1: about it. Like, um, I don't know. Well, if I'm I, gonna be comp- honest, I don't think anybody should get six hundred thousand dollars per episode. I think seventy thousand is a fairest thing. But because, like, honestly, seventy thousand per episode—that's pretty good money for a whole year. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, yeah, that's fantastic money. But the fact <laughs> that one thing. one of them is getting six hundred thousand dollars per episode—that's yeah, that's really that's, good
0: money for nothing. I mean. You know, as we talk about it all the time, you know, contracts. Although in this case more it's 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 the agents, right? The agents are the ones working for them. But mm. it leads to contracts. Um Better agent, better negotiating <laughs> It'd be funny to learn if they had the same agent though.
1: That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah.
0: But it but, was it was um, funny
1: seeing the memes. People are like saying, you know, like I was complaining about, you know, where the infected are, where the scene is. And people are mm. making memes about the budget went to Patrick Pascal.
0: <laughs> Probably did. I mean, now that now that you know these numbers, I mean, you know, we, we talked about that too in an earlier episode, where it's like, well, you know, we try to understand it because they have a budget cap and they use it mostly to pay an actor. It's 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 possible. It it can be possible. Like like I said, uh, I
1: like him as an actor. I just feel like. He's getting paid ridiculous amounts for a role that even right now he's not the main star. Mm-hmm. Ellie is. I mean Ellie's the main I mean, character.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I, I underst I understand it. Um, but um That's Hollywood, man. And and and, and that goes in a lot of different avenues as well.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just shocking to me that I've heard and this is weird for me to say, because usually I have no mm-hmm. care in the world, but since I actually like Bella Ramsey right now, I think she's doing a great uh-huh. job. I kind of feel bad that she, nobody cares. <laughs> like, it's just weird. Like like I said, before, if it was any other person, oh, Christ, everywhere. Oh, my God, this is sexism, blah, 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 blah. And the I'm one great. time where it's extremely severe, they're like, eh. Yeah. Especially uh, when she's the main star. <laughs> I wonder what they got...
0: It, it, I kind of want to go back and find that article because I feel like it might be in there, um, in reference to how much they got paid per episode in Game of Thrones.
1: I, I honestly think yeah, the I'm reason getting... why he's getting paid more is because he's still Mandalorian. With yes.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. That's a Disney influence coming in,
0: <laughs> and those Disney super agents. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was, it was um. just weird saying that because, like, I I brought it to Twitter and then usually the people that outcry actually fought against me. Like, oh, it's just because he's... I'm like, oh, I get I get it. If you're in the trendy spotlight being positive, people will defend you even if it's not a good thing. But um, yeah. if it's not trendy, that's when they'll attack you again. Yeah. Because it's just funny what? seeing people flip-flopping, you know, people that usually outcry are now attacking me for saying that. I'm like, it's kind of weird. Usually you guys are the ones attacking just like that, um,
0: just like the cancel culture, right? Like, you know, why they choose to cancel some people when they're not canceling other people. <laughs> like, <laughs> like the internet's a weird place.
1: Bipolar, man, that's all they are. <laughs> it
0: is, it is. Like, I, like another, not to go straight off topic and shit, but like, I've been seeing a lot of different information now recently about like, almost like, a party trying to cancel and another party not trying to cancel, like Jimmy Kimmel.
1: Um, oh, that guy's a for retard.
0: His, for, for his, you know, past... Um... Blackface? Huh? Blackface? Well, that, there, there's that one, too. There's that episode. But just even him being on the man show and like all the, you know, is now today's all, you know, sexism and everything. And Well, also, he's know, creepy. <laughs> he
1: says really sexually explicit stuff to his child guests on his show. I don't know if I've seen those
0: reels yet, but I don't but I don't know if I want to. But um
1: yeah, it, but yeah, it's disturbing.
0: Yeah. Um you know. No one is 100% clean and righteous in this world, but when you're out there in the public eye like that and I have an own nightly TV show like you might want to probably be a little bit more cleaner.
1: Yeah, it's it's just weird. So, you know, like I said, I'm not when I say the difference between Pedro Pascal, like I'm not, dis- dislike him as an actor because I like him. Like I said, but in your personal experience, mm-hmm. who has who has the better acting in this show, Pedro Pascal or Be- Bella Bella Ramsey? Like who has who have you liked as a character better?
0: I mean, honest, I I don't really like either one of them. You don't. I don't. And and, and I don't want to say, Pascal, just to go against you. I, I just I just don't. And, and I don't know if that's because I, I can't compare it to the game like you are. So I can't be like,
1: oh, I know this one is doing a better job.
0: Because I don't have that.
1: Um, well, that's what I'm asking, because as a person that hasn't seen it, you're just going yeah. off of what you see on TV. Exactly. Like,
0: like, I don't want to say Ellie's annoying. To, she's not annoying to me, but like, like I know she's still a kid, but like, there's part of me is like, there's a lack of continuity with her. Um, and with Joel, there there is. Um. So, like, that's the reason why I would side more to that. And it's like, like I said, it's not that she annoys me, but I don't know.
2: It's funny, as a character, I liked her in the
1: first game. The second game, I hated her. Interesting. And like, like, the like, first thing like, I like, introduced like, later, I like more.
0: Like, there's been some, like, wholesome parts with it, like, especially the one with uh, um, the kid, right? Like, Like, there's some nice parts in there that kind of, like... But then, like, like the joking part and shit, like, like she comes off, like she has a lot, like, like I said, this is part of continuity to me, like, like, like she comes off mature and like, I don't want to say all knowing, but like, like an understanding of the world she's in and and how she needs to kind of condone herself. And then there's other parts where, like, you know, she's like, somewhat nonchalant, and like, like childish, even though we know she's a child. Um, but I don't know. I guess I just don't, I guess I
1: just don't like it. Like, <laughs> like, uh, you know, whatever. Okay. So you, you talked about your, your feelings on the character, but what about yeah. acting as those characters? Who do you think has better, done a better job?
0: Well, if we want to go straight acting, because it supports the breaking of continuity, because now it's showing actual spectrum, it would be Ellie, um, Um, because Joel is more like, dare I say, one-dimensional and monotone, but like I said, with reason, Mm. because he has to be. I mean, when you see his, um, how can I put it, his, um, his fear of failing, like, that's kind of like, he keeps it within himself, although Ellie starts to kind of gather it a little bit. Um... And so do the other adults, um, but more than like, but more times than not, his portrayance is like, no, I have to be this guy or else. Um, so that's why, like, I kind of have that appreciation a little
1: bit more. I, th- I think that's one thing I like about the show that the game doesn't show much is that mm-hmm. it shows Joel with fear, and it almost makes him more likable, because before it's- he would hide that. Obviously, he doesn't show in the game. It's not mm-hmm. until the second one that you see it more, but uh, seeing it, how it, you, you see like little spurts in him coming, like going back between how he needs to be versus how he actually is, was a mm-hmm. nice little touch. So I think that's the one thing I liked about the show that the game didn't do.
2: Interesting,
0: interesting.
1: I think that's all I have to say about the Last of Us. Uh, this most recent episode, the one you haven't seen, is my favorite yeah. episode because I think okay. everyone around the board did a fantastic job. Um And I think you'll like it because it's just good <laughs> you like it. it's just good no no. no no i i mean like i mean i think i, I probably
0: will uh, and especially if it's uh now learning your favorite because um I seem to like a lot of it when you didn't, so <laughs> if you liked it then that, that that's a good sign well, um
1: I think it amplifies all the parts you like into just okay. a more in my opinion cohesive episode.
0: Fantastical. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Other than that and the pay, um, you said no more thoughts. I don't know if I have any other thoughts.
1: I really can't wait for the next episode because I really want to see if they're gonna introduce someone in, in this next episode or if they're gonna completely because, wait for season two.
0: Yeah, I would say cliffhanger it.
1: Yeah, because it'd be kind of it'd be interesting to like see who they're like. I said.
0: Well, I think. I think they uh i'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and say no, they won't cliffhanger it. and the reason why is because they were probably not or I think we know they weren't guaranteed or promised a second season, so well I mean we know they are now, but I'm saying at the time mm-hmm. of development um so why would you cliffhanger if you don't know if you're guaranteed a second season
1: so this is what I'm thinking. Only because I've heard, I've heard that they already casted the person that is going to be a character in the next part. And so I'm like, if they already cast them, I want. I think I'm more interested in who they're casting for that character and seeing mm. how they're going to come onto the screen and if gotcha. they're going to portray correctly. Because like I said, I was ju- I was harsh on Bella when she was mm-hmm. cast as Ellie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to give this new person a try with this other character. Gotcha. And I hope they show up because this is like the best time to do it. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. We shall see. And then we'll uh yeah, then we could go go uh ball to the wall with our conversation then.
1: Yeah. Dude, too bad that you live far away because I would wanna watch this for when I say far away, forty five, fifty minutes away, that's too long of a drive for me. That's
0: right, you do yeah. I keep thinking like you're like Chris's distance or something.
1: Yeah. If you're closer like you were before, I'd be like, We need to watch this last episode But uh because I like live once, <laughs> or maybe we could even do like a stream where we're like obviously streaming our reaction because people do watch parties all the time, and then mm-hmm. we just tell them to watch the episode at the same time we do, and then we just talk about it. Well, Obviously, we're quiet during the episode, but then afterwards we get really chatty. <laughs> yeah,
2: I just uh, I don't know. All
1: right, I well I'll be, I'll be. Chatting I usually
0: watch this. it in the nude, you know. <laughs>
1: Alright, all right. well, I think that's it for me. I have nothing more to add to the last plus. Just shocked at how big the pay was. Bella, if you if you ever hear this, I'm on your side on this one. Um,
0: unless she's not making a big deal about
1: it. But... Oh, she's not. Like I said, I think this is why I it's like her as an good. actress, is that she does good work, but she's more humble and grounded about herself. And that's weird I to mean... see for a young person.
0: Yeah, that's true. I was just about to say that that that, that is... Because, like, I mean, she is only 21, right? Is she only 21, exactly? Or
1: 23? Uh, I don't even... Let me look. I, I thought she was younger than that. Uh, no. How old is...
0: Pretty sure she's either 21 or 23. She's 19.
1: Why. What? Oh, shit. Okay, never mind then. According to 30? this, if you see on screen, she's 19 yeah. years old.
0: Interesting. Okay, well then. Um... Yeah, really with young. that said, yeah, with that said, to be not caring. I mean, you know, I think that maybe says to her support system around, it's like, look, you're not getting paid right now, but 20 years, you're gonna get that Pedro Pascal money.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, it's um, funny that you say that because, like, a support group is definitely new. like good parents. They obviously want to push you to excel, but also keep you grounded. Like, I think that's why. Like, even though I don't like Justin Bieber, well, I shouldn't say I don't like him. I don't care for his music. It's it's not for me. But he did really well in his younger years because his mom held him down. Like he, uh, his mom kept him level-headed and grounded for the majority of his younger life until he got to a certain age, and he was like, and she was like, "Go ahead, express yourself, be free." And I think that maybe right. that's what Bella has.
0: Be the douchebag you were meant to be.
1: <laughs> like you know, there's there's certain child stars. Like for example, um, Drew Barrymore. I love her as an actress. But in her younger years, she went through a lot of trouble because, you know, she got exposed at an early age. She didn't have the best support system and eventually ended up in drugs.
0: Or or, or you could have the support system that uh, totally... Oh, like Bill Cosby? No, I was going <laughs> to say Britney Spears.
1: Oh, oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> Leave Britney alone. <laughs> that pretty much pinched you in the open public. Leave Britney alone. Don't do it. I but, love that uh, name yeah, so much. it's 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 yeah. I mean, it's amazing how um, you know the values you learn from your family, um, or don't learn. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's kind of interesting to see uh, that. Like, did
2: you
0: watch Stranger Things? No. Okay. I, I wanna. <clears throat> I will probably binge that when this final season comes out. And I did see the article of one. I don't know who the actress is and what she plays on the show, but I just saw it like earlier today that the. <laughs> One of the producers, I think, straight up asked her on set for a threesome. So that just came out.
1: Yeah, well, th- that's what I was going to lead to. You know, like having good support system versus not. Some of the actors, and Stranger Things, you know, being as young as they are, are been really grounded, well represented. And then you got some of the people that weren't well supported, like the female actress that has kind of gone bonkers. Mm. <laughs> but that's going to happen when you're around all those creeps and unfortunately not have a good home structure.
0: Yeah yeah and then the unfortunate part is Hollywood's fucked up,
1: yeah, and that's the that's the one thing I feel bad for like obviously i I'll never understand you'll never understand because we didn't live through those lives, but I couldn't imagine being like ten eleven twelve even mid teenagers and having full grown adults come at you like you're being worshipped as like a god, yeah, like that's weird, like you don't know how no one knows how to handle it, even as an adult, you don't really know how to handle that. You feel well, even just—I
0: mean, I think we—you're right. We don't know how it feels like, but to the point of how receptive they are to it. Like, I think the child's mind at that point, arguably, is kind of the same as an adult. Like, it's—it's it's like you think one way or the other. Either one, you are enamored, and you, and you like you just you go along with it, and and, and then you start loving it. And, and become maybe even infatuated to that, or you're just so off-putting and you're, sh- like, weirded out by it and now you're scared by it, and you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it could pull you either which way. It depends on your persona. Kids have personas, just well, like obviously. the adult does. So, like, you know, I, don't, I think sometimes we don't give them as much credit as we do. Um,
1: oh, I give them full credit. I'm just saying that the yeah. ones that have support structures get yeah. saved compared and to the ones pro- that get engulfed with 10, all that. They just go pretty spears. I,
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, I, I firmly believe that. Like, like, there are the ones that, um, I guess you would call that a benefit that that have those um, guardian angels, so to speak, right? Um, and then you have the others that really sell them off to the agent and say, "Oh, take care of my child the best you can, and don't give a shit. Just send the checks."
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, and those are the ones that might get fucked up. That's a real definition of pimping, right there. It is. It is. And. It's almost widely accepted over there. That's the terrifying part. <laughs> but, um, yeah.
0: But, yeah. but it's <laughs> the it's it's legal way of pimping. But going music, back... Go music the music industry is the same way.
1: Huh, you could tell. But, uh, see, that's what I feel bad about. Like, like I said, I'm not a feminist. Well, at least not to the activist term. But, like, I feel bad for a lot of these female artists. Like, I like Ariana Grande. I think she has a fantastic voice. Um... I also like Nicki Minaj. I like her personality. Not so much her music. Same thing with um, what's her name? Cardi B. I think she's hilarious. But for some reason, they had to be showing themselves in order to be popular. And I kind of feel bad about that. I don't know if they like it. If they like it, that's fine. Do what you got to uh, do.
0: I was I was I was about to say I, I I firmly believe all of them also enjoy it. And and, I, and and this may come off ignorant, but I feel that's the way with. A lot of them. I'm I mean, not going to say all of them, but a lot of them.
1: I could, I could believe I mean, most I of them drive because feel, they like I like the feel,
0: attention. I feel, I feel yeah, because it's no different than uh, the run-of-the-mill chicks doing OnlyFans. They yeah, know what they are doing. Yeah,
1: and plus they want to feel wanted.
0: If they, if they really don't want to do it, I guarantee you their talent will persevere, Adele, and they could still make their money. No, I'm just being serious. Like, <laughs> look at Look at Seal. Ugly as all over. Talent's still gone through.
1: Yeah, but let's be honest though, guys. Like, like I said, if there's gonna be a difference. Oh, it's harder
0: for guys. Like, let's we don't even have to go down that road.
1: I would say, say it's continue. easier if you have talent. You can be showcased oh, more. Oh, talent!
0: Than... Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: My if fault. if you if you have talent as a guy, it doesn't matter what you look like. You're automatically oh, in. If you're a girl, you need to have the looks too. Let's be honest.
0: Although I I would say uh. I except think for that Adele. trend well, except for, but even now, like you got oh, Lizzo, yeah, Lizzo, yeah, like I mean, some people. Went I, I to that. think, <laughs> huh? Some people. That's went true. To that. No, you're 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 not wrong. There's, there's a clientele for everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I'm trying to even think in the past, like how how that could be debunked. Um, Honestly, I
1: think she is just a propaganda thing at this point that they're trying to showcase something to get people into themselves. So instead of improving themselves, they can stay down while these other people are staying ahead of themselves. I think she's just a little... I, I try to figure out a way to not insult her. But just basically a prop at this point. Just so she can stagnate people from improving. Because let's be honest, why would you want all I these don't... people competing with you if you can show them that and be like, Oh, you can be successful if you're that way.
2: Uh... No, I don't want to agree with you
0: there.
1: That's fine. I I think that's the reality, though.
0: No, I don't think so. I, I I don't think to that extent. Like,
1: like let's be honest. Is her music good? Is does she a fantastic dancer? No.
3: You're such an asshole.
1: <laughs> that's fine. I'm not like I'm not saying anything bad about <laughs> Lizzo. Like sure, she can, sure, she's sure, like, probably a fantastic sure. person. Good for her putting herself out there. I'm just saying she's being I, used as a I, prop.
0: I'm not a. F- fan of her music because it's not my cup of tea. I've heard a lot worse music. Uh I think her music is fun. Um I haven't watched one music video of her. Probably uh. of why. But um I'm gonna make a proclamation. I think her music's better than Lady Gaga's
2: I said it. I said it and I meant
3: it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the real shyestie is being impersonated by someone we do not know and I do not associate with them. <laughs> what what's that what's that uh, disclaimer a lot of people put on their like profiles?
0: Like my they do not represent my,
1: my views, my company's views or whatever?
0: Yeah, something like that. <laughs> my views are my own and my representation and not for the company I work for or some shit like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, anyway. um, We are polar opposites on many things. (laughs) That's a bold uh, statement, Cotton, and I want to get that framed.
0: Oh,
2: man.
1: Lizzo's been Lady Gaga. Yep. I said it and I meant it. I just applaud you for the audacity. Good for you, buddy. I wish I had that confidence. (laughs) Oh, man. Um,
3: Oh. I
2: didn't
0: say t- more talented. I just said her music's better.
1: That's still, man, that's like you're Cause, reaching to other galaxies <laughs> on that one. <laughs> I will say Lady Gaga
0: at least I haven't heard Lizzo do like an a cappella or anything, but I mean I know Lady Gaga can sing.
1: She can sing natural, she can sing unnatural, she can play instrument. I mean, like but I'm not I'm not a Lady but, Gaga but writer, like th- but.
0: The, the album produced music, I don't care for her shit. One bit. Matter of fact,
1: it's quite irritating. I am absolutely shooketh right now. I am.
0: I, like, I won't go as far as saying nails on a chalkboard, but close.
1: Oof! I don't even know you at this point. <laughs> I
0: don't know why. I just, I, I, I just, I just <laughs> envision you putting up a meme like, let them, let them cook. They just
1: have like fire going on your screen I, right I, now. <laughs> wait, wait. Let them cook. <laughs> we'll get somewhere. We're getting to the boiling point at this oh man I think that I can officially say I think out of all the original thoughts I've ever heard that might be the most original I don't think I've ever heard anyone ever replicate those same words so, so that's good I
0: can, I can put on a t-shirt now is what you're saying
1: yeah <laughs> also put on the back of it put a target too it's fine I just don't want to get sued by Target (laughs) Tarjay but to be fair there's people like there's many people out there that have singing talents it's just you don't want to watch them like for example I like Sam Smith I like his music but I will never watch his music videos because he is weird um
0: I don't know if I've seen any of his music videos honestly um
1: I dare
0: you There's, to watch them. I mean, I'll watch them. It's not really a dare.
1: Watch. I mean, give me, give me one to watch. Okay, hold on. I gotta figure out the song.
0: Um, but th- there are some songs from him that I do like. Um, like, like his most recent one. I don't know who's on it with him. Like the fir- the first time I heard that song, I mainly just thought Strip Club, and I don't know if the music video is relatively. Is it unholy?
1: Like, yeah, unholy. That's the one. Watch uh, that video.
0: Oh, you want me to watch that video? Okay, I'll watch that video. I've never seen it. But like the moment the first time I heard it, I'm like, this is straight up a song I would hear at a strip club. Probably on repeat.
1: It's definitely a strip club music. It says Daddy's at or what's it called da- but Dad it, or Daddy. Not even the,
0: the lyrical concept of it. Like just the structure of the beat. Like, I'm like
1: strip club. the video matches.
0: Well, now you ruined it for me. You want me to watch it, so...
1: Well, you're going to see... But maybe you're into that stuff. Maybe you're into guys. but well, Who knows? No! <laughs> <They>, no. <laughs> I'll still watch it, but no! <laughs> this is the one thing, and I, and I don't want to come off rude, like I said. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be rude. I'm, I'll just mm-hmm. say that, but... I no, no, like no, him as an artist. No, no. He started off really... How you say it? I don't know if he's gay. But I know he's a cross-dresser, for sure. But like he was, he came off really, you know... Well dressed, um, and very mild in his expression, but he's gone like full force. I'm out there, titties hanging out, everything. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, what happened to you? So Britney it's, like, Extremely
0: flamboyant now.
1: Oh yeah, well to a point where it's like you might have some issues now. Like you know, there's 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 a difference between expressing yourself and then kind of being like, a creepy uh, expressing.
0: I don't know if people think he's creepy, but kind of like what Little Nas X did. Oh, he's creepy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I agree, but I'm
1: just saying, like... Yeah, like, he, um, he went from, like, mild to extreme yeah, in a short time.
0: Yeah, the, the moment he, like, came out gay with that assistance of Miley Cyrus, that's when he went, like, full flamboyant mode.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't just, like, full. It was full times million. Okay? Yeah. He was out there, yeah. blood and shoes and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Sam Smith kind of went.
0: Um... Fuck, what else did I want to say? Damn it. I lost my train of thought.
1: It went into their flamboyancy. <laughs> huh? It went to their... It got lost in their flamboyancy. Yeah. Now it's in the body shop doing something unholy.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that wraps up... <laughs> Wrap for episode 27. I feel
1: bad for uh, people that actually listen to the people that still stick around. Man, you guys are... I, if you guys are expecting structure, I don't think you're ever going to get that. <laughs> We're just going off the walls every single time. <laughs> hey, that's
0: what we do. If, uh should be a reason why we should be number one. Um, no, But in all honesty, um, for all the topics that we uh, discussed today, um, please feel free and we implore you to leave comments and uh, tell us your thoughts on any of our topics today, uh, ex- explicitly on uh, Sam Smith's flamboyancy.
1: Um <laughs> Also, if you see any me- episodes missing, please let us know because I'm trying to track down all the missing episodes, mostly on Spotify right now. So if you see something missing, most likely I'm trying to work on it. But if something else goes missing, please let me know because I'll try getting it back on. Who? Because someone's Thanosing that. our episodes. I need to find out who's doing it and why they're doing it. Because I feel like we're not controversial. Controversial. Eh, that's the word I'm looking for. I,
0: yeah, I. I don't know. And even if we were, aren't other fucking podcast controversial?
1: Well, we're not sponsored or agent by those people. That's why. Oh, well. If we're not with the machine, you can't say anything against it.
0: Mm, damn that machine. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this one. We love you. And
2: Liz well, Lady Gaga.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Peace.